Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Hosts Nick, Mike, and Chad take their water cooler talk from the office to the web as they discuss their favorite movies, shows, and all other content in between. In this week's episode, the boys share what they've been playing lately as gaming season is upon us. So, what's playing? Boys, my name is Mike, and we are here another Thursday, another episode. Um, I'm joined by my good friends, the lovely co-hosts, uh, Pixel Nick, Chadwick the Third, and of course our producer Dad. Uh, Nick, how you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Um, got off of work and did the like yard work sprint, like mm-hmm. mowed everything, did all did all the steps. So I smell like grass and. Um, <laughs> nice Ready to go uh sleep. yeah didn't uh didn't didn't get around to mowing over the weekend big rip and oh, man. the grass is getting long and it's supposed to rain all weekend yep. it's <laughs> so, supposed to rain till wednesday like, yeah so yeah. basically Non-stop. by the time i mow again it's gonna be like up to my waist <laughs> yeah but in typical ohio fashion i mowed on monday and i was like mowing in the hail storm yeah um yeah. so just can't win here yeah. No, it's got to got to wait at least another month to have like somewhat reasonable mowing weather. Nah. Uh, Chad, how are you doing today? I'm great, man. I'm great. Here, got the black bandana tonight. Got, nice. Can you see the assorted colors behind me? Yeah, <laughs> working up it? quite blue? the collection. Is there a white one back there blue. too? Yeah, I got a white. I got a blue. I have a red somewhere. Blue oh, wall. Nice. Yeah. I was thinking about like upgrading to like better ones instead of these like Walmart like. <laughs> Peacock or whatever this is supposed to be. What is this? But it's just uh, you know they're like two bucks. I mean, yeah. I, I so you're, you're saying like you just focus on decorating your headbands. That's the decoration. Yeah. The wall the will never get yeah. anything hung on it. Nah, just his head. <laughs> it's it's like a character at this point. I can't. Do you just it. have the picture of the wall. And just the, wall the picture that, of the wall. Yeah. That's all you need. Out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all you need. Uh, you should uh, break the headband mold and find some like neon headbands. Well, that's <clears throat> so I don't know. I'm not going to say the name of the store, but a large, <laughs> a, a, a large sporting store uh, <laughs> has, has quite the headband collection. Dongs. And I, I saw it there the other day. Dongs. Dongs. Yeah, it's it's similar to dongs. Um, They're like fifty dollars so per bandana. Yeah, I thought about it, but they all have like Nike or Under Armour logos on it. So I was like, nah, I don't know if. Uh, once we solidify that. and finalize that uh, Nike and Under Armour yeah. sponsorship, then we can you know, right. bring that. Even though I rock Under Armour on my hoodie all the time, you know, it's just up here to look more. You got the light on it and stuff. Right, right. Uh, Dad, how are you doing tonight? I'm well. I um, I've got my uh, bathing suit bottoms hanging yeah, yeah. like normal. It's ready for the the summer, huh? Yeah, Work, working on my beach bod, you know. <laughs> How are you, Michael? Oh, I'm all right. Um, Thursday is uh, now soccer practice night, so uh, fun times there before the podcast. For you, but for uh, you, 
Yeah, I joined a soccer league and a uh, kids soccer league. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's, it's like bench warmers, but soccer version. Um, no, doing good. Got a little bit of a headache, but I took some medicine, and I'm gonna be good by the time we're done here. Um, excited to be back with you all. Excited to talk about um, some gaming stuff tonight. Uh, we we had gone months without uh doing a what's playing episode and we went so long that we're like you know what we're just gonna do two what's playing in the same month yeah um so that's what we're gonna do tonight we're gonna talk about what we've been playing because i think actually we've all uh been playing a lot of games lately so uh we're gonna have some new stuff to talk about which is exciting um before we get into that we of course we got a uh, shout out our top tier patrons, Tim B, Yusuf H, top and Josie. Thank you, thank you so much for your support. All of our other patrons, you guys are awesome. Appreciate you. Um, if you're interested or want to know more about Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash showboyspodcast. Uh, check it out. We have four tiers starting at $1, going all the way up to $10. You can support us monthly, and each tier comes with its own uh, you know, different perks and benefits. Perkies. Um, we have exclusive episodes showing up on Patreon every month. We have some other cool stuff. Go check it out. Uh, patreon.com slash showboys podcast. So we have a very special brought to you by that Siv mentioned. It's brought to yes. you by Pete the, Pete the Cat. Hell yeah. Yes. I love Pete the Cat. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm not familiar. Never heard what? of it. Groovy cat, bro. So dude, dumb. Pete the Cat is what's up. It sounds like it. <laughs> For being our sponsor, you think you guys would know about Pete the Cat? Yeah, you would think. You would think. <laughs> Pete the Cat um, helps the Easter Bunny. That book is that, uh, that book's been the jam. Oh, this is April. the yeah. It, so I was gonna say that it sounds <laughs> like the cat smokes a lot of weed, and it even looks like the the cat oh, smokes yeah. a lot of weed if you look up the pictures. Not actually, like but like, like that he's, for he's got like yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude is stoned out of his mind walking down the street this four groovy buttons i love bro. my white shoes yeah that's the, <laughs> yeah i think that's the og book and it's just yeah. all about how like no matter what you step in man you just keep on because <laughs> he's on doing your thing that's a great oh, allegory of life man. right there rolling yeah. down the street with my bloodshot eyes <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness that's well awesome. um yeah i mean is there any like news stuff that that's popped up since last week or over the last couple of weeks that is noteworthy? That Mark Hamill and uh, Cal Kestis hmm. ad for um, Survivor. Oh, it's pretty, it. pretty cool. Pretty cool. It's floating around yeah. the internet, but it, it's it's actually fairly. It's you know it's not long, but for like ad standards, it's decently long, and it's just like Cal training and like recording the the, the mocap for the game and like mark hamill's like coaching or like him. teaching him yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. i saw the i saw the <laughs> like thumbnail on somewhere uh yeah yeah i can't wait dude i uh, honestly I'm, I'm already prepped it's tomorrow. downloaded onto the console comes out tomorrow yep. it was like absurdly large like 150 gigs Yeesh. absurdly wow. large so i'm like holy dude. buckets um, might've been just shy of 150, like heavens, they never update it. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's going to take up half the standard hard drive. I mean, there's gotta be a day one patch coming, I would imagine. So 
I can only <laughs> imagine how big it's going to be, but I guess that might hint at how big this game is. And it looks like it's pretty big uh, compared to Fallen Order. I mean, yeah, like dude, her, I'm excited. Just like Horizon. I mean, they just had to take a solid but safe game and just yeah. nuke it, like go all out, right? Yeah, that's... The, I, a couple of the reviews that I watched said they're comparing it to like the jump from Arkham Asylum to Arkham City as far as the the size and the scope of it. And I was like, all right, I can probably get behind that. That was oh, a yeah. substantial yeah, jump. Wait. Yeah, substantial jump. And I'm super excited because I got like a ton of Star Wars stuff to catch up on too. Like I haven't watched The Mandalorian and I need to just power through Andor, get it over with. Dude, it's you'll, be, you'll be happy you did it by the it's time it's over. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw, I watched the new trailer for uh, The Flash that came out watched a like 20 minute breakdown of it and I was already excited. And now I'm like even more excited. Um, should be a cool movie. I think it's going to be um, the perfect way to reboot here. Um, the DCU and, and just reset everything for James Gunn to work his magic. Um, Flashpoint, super cool story. Sadly, they kept a super weird like run, like Sasquatch run. But besides that, everything looks super cool. And Michael Keaton. So we we uh, yeah yeah right man. We <laughs> lost the, we lost the we first lost half. half we lost about no. half of what you said. So no, no. <laughs> you were put on this great spiel, and your mic was dead. So that's okay. Uh, TLDR: New Flash trailer, cool. Still has awkward uh, Zack Snyder Justice League flash run where he looks like sasquatch plus michael keaton i'm excited yeah uh, i uh i caught i caught snippets of the trailer uh, i didn't watch the sit down and watch the whole thing um primarily because i just I don't really care about the flash <laughs> like I, wa- I want to because michael keaton's coming back but i don't know anything about the flash is it who who plays flash ezra miller okay the, so it is ezra so he's still still yeah. has a job somehow still, okay. probably yeah, his but... last one Maybe probably his last one. Right. Um, okay, so how can they reboot reboot the DCEU if Snyder claims three more movies? Well, Snyder can claim whatever he wants. Sadly, he's not going to get anything. And if he did get the chance to to make his three additional movies, uh, I'm I'm assuming they would fall into the lines of the Batman and just be alternate universe stuff. Um, yeah, and all you need to know for this, Chad. Uh, the Flash goes back in time to save to stop his mother from dying, which is you know the crux of his story. Always a good idea. I guess. Um, oh, I and see. and when he goes back in time to save his mother, it like messes up all the timelines and universes, and weird things happen. Like Thomas Wayne is now Batman, and Bruce is the one who got shot in the alley, and uh, all this weird stuff, but essentially what they're going to do is use that as a way to reboot all of the characters in the DCU and start afresh. Um, Ben Affleck's in it. Uh, Michael Keaton's in it. Uh, of course, Ezra Miller. Um, we'll have, we have Supergirl, which is cool. Um, super chick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You, anyone else seen anything cool in the news lately? Uh, game trailers, movie show stuff. There's a cool horror game that's coming out 
called Layers of Fear, which looks really cool. I literally just looked it up while you were talking about um, the Flash. <laughs> nice. Layers of Fear. Okay. Unreal you Engine know what, 5. Did you guys ever play Fear? Yes. Um, Jordan, big oh, fan of Fear. Big yeah. fan of Fear. I wish that they would remaster or remake I, those games because they were so good, dude. I read something about they're coming out with a new game that follows like that same kind of gameplay and the style. Can't remember what the name of it's called. Let me look it up real fast. Fear two. <laughs> Fear two. <laughs> Fear two was not, was not that great. I love it. Terrified. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't um I've been really good so far this year, like this tunnel vision of the games I own. So that's just like the path I'm on. I have like games that I've said I'm going to finish and I'm going to finish them this year. Um, so Sakura, so, Sakura better be one of them. Oh, it'll definitely, it's definitely on, on the list there. Um, but I'm just blocking out, like and pretending new things aren't happening. I just know new things are happening and I'll get to them next year. Um, so I'm, I'm a yeah. year behind. Yeah, I I'm here I for I'm that. here for the fully patched reviews of games. I will review yeah. the game for everyone fully patched. <laughs> yeah, buy game. you know what? Try this game out. They fixed it. Um, yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> says he loved Fear. They had a trilogy. Trilogy. Yeah, they did. I don't know that I ever played the first one or uh, the second and third one, but the first one's great. Uh, I, Nick, I wish I could take that path, but there's just so many good games coming out this year, <laughs> well, dude, that it's just not, especially in the next two weeks, we have Survivor and Tears of the Kingdom, which I've been waiting on for. It's hard because I've been waiting for some of these games for like five years, so I can't well, wait. Yeah. I can't do another year. Just not but you play it. games at a way different pace than I do. Yeah, that's like, true. You can yeah. actually finish games multiple right. times. I can't <laughs> yeah. even finish games singular times. Yeah. Um, so it's just the way we have to. You let me know the ones I have to play, right? And that, that's yes. how we'll work. Yeah, this. typically how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Typically and I can kind of sift through. We put sift those the on our wish game. list, and then we wait about three or four years yeah. for their, like, until they're bucks. ridiculous, ridiculously <laughs> cheap. Yeah. Mike's over here uh, like, can I get Red Dead Two for less than twenty dollars at yeah, any point? Yeah, yeah. Like, was just like, can I get nah, a <laughs> can I get a ninety-hour game for less than twenty bucks? Like, come on, bro. I'll do it one of these days. You wait. I got. I mean, I know it's not oh, Red bro. Dead, but. Uh, I did get Rabbids, uh, you know, Mario Rabbids for like 12 bucks physical copy. Um, the first one, which is pretty a pretty steep discount for a Nintendo game. So I hold out hope that one day I'll get Red Dead for 15 or lower. Ooh, yeah, maybe, that's, a, that's like, pretty. Yeah, go ahead. Anything that gets like the greatest hits, like PlayStation tag, right? And it sits on that greatest yep. hit shelf, 20 bucks for like 10 years guaranteed. You have to get like past the 10 year mark. And they're like, all right. Seventeen dollars. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's cool. That, that I mean, that's the way to do it, though, because Nintendo it it seems like that. I'm pretty sure like Breath of the Wild is still sixty bucks, and the sequel is coming out in two weeks. So they, it's yeah. like they never discount their games. So the that's only, actually a good deal. I think that Mario Rabbids thing is it's an anomaly because it's not it's uh, a Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's another publisher. Um, Breath of the Wild is forty bucks at Target. <clears throat> 40 bucks okay yeah so yeah. it might it must have just went They're down right now that They're they know a slower at it, yeah. yeah no yeah. and that's like a substantial sale for a nintendo uh game I mean, that's, a, that's a six-year-old game too though i mean 
It's yeah, 40 bucks exactly. Years later. Like it's going to hit 10 years and they're going to be like, all right, 30. Yeah. <laughs> and they're amping up the price of, and I don't agree with this at all. I'm, I'm cool with, with, I was cool. And I made the argument for Microsoft and PlayStation raising the prices of their games to $70. I am not by any stretch of the imagination cool with Nintendo doing it. And they're doing it with tears of the kingdom, uh, which is seemingly <laughs> a sequel that is built on top of breath of the wild. It looks like a glorified DLC, to be honest with you. It's the same map. It's the same music. There's a lot of stuff added, obviously, but. Uh, Siv said, nah, I find my games on super discount. You just got to watch week to week. I got breath of the wild for $20 first year dropped. Wow. Um, Wow. 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 Uh, that's impressive. Uh, but I, I am on the same page as, as Siv there. There's two, definitely two, two sites, sometimes three sites that I'll, I'll browse like every two weeks. Um, one is decudeals.com for switch games. Uh, one is gamesplanet.com for PC stuff. And then of course, CD keys, uh, for PC stuff, but they also have some, xbox and sony codes for things um how does that work though like where do these codes come from the cd keys one i don't know probably stolen i don't (laughs) if uh, for all i know um it's like the the internet equivalent of going (laughs) to somebody's like trunk in the parking lot of like walmart exactly pop open the trunk i just know how that that works for digital goods yeah how that works at walmart parking lot but i don't know but you know, like I I've that, had but... I've bought a few games from CD Keys. Um, the ones that worked worked great, and then the ones that didn't were, um, I think, like region locked or something. Or uh, like I tried to, of course, everyone knows my control dilemma with <laughs> Steam and everything. What? By what do you uh, mean? Steam DLC off CD Keys, and it wasn't working. Uh, all that to say, the the keys that I've bought off CD keys that did not work, uh, I was refunded, no problems. Like they're really good with that. Um, Deku deals is different. It's just a price tracker, like the like a typical like drug dealer, like black market. Like oh yeah yeah yeah. That, sorry, that was broken. I'll get you this other one. Yeah, like, money back. It. Come you know. Yeah, don't worry about it. I got great customer time. service in the black market. Um, yeah. They really do, though. <laughs> it's, it's really good. I'm not going to lie. They don't want no one snitching on them. That's yeah. why. Uh, but Deku Deals is different. It's just a price tracker. You don't actually buy anything off that website. Just sure. you, uh, the games that are on sale, their sale prices, and then like all of the places that they're available to buy and the prices on those places. Uh, so that's cool. Um, cool. Yeah. You guys want to talk about what we're playing? You just want to keep talking about, about game deals. I do want to talk cool about either because I, I do want to talk about, about some news. Yeah, I do want to talk oh, about some news because I do okay, want to point out that the the trailer for Armored Core came out. Oh, I can't remember what Armored so Core it's on, like six, seven, nine, whatever. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm super. It's coming out in August, which shocked me because it's from Soft and they did Elden Ring last year, so it's like a super quick turnaround for this game. Uh, obviously, they had separate teams working on it, but. Uh, yeah, it looks really cool, man. I've never, I played Armored Core 1 on the PS1, so I have like nostalgic memories of that specific one. Uh, but I might pick this up. I don't know. I'm not really a mech kind of guy, if, be, if I'm being honest. I want to be. Do- they, 
I just haven't <laughs> been directed at any good mech games. Right. Yeah. Uh, this might. Yeah. This might be up your alley then because it looks really cool. <laughs> looks really. Remember really good. whatever GameCon or whatever more recent whatever studio is it a Sony game exclusive? Uh, Armored Core. I don't believe so. No. Oh. Uh, it's up in last year when, when they previewed at least like a not a gameplay trailer but like a, a hype. Yeah, it was Armored Core. Really yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was Armored Core. Um. Yeah, they haven't made an Armored Core game in a, quite some time, I believe. And there were rumors. There were two rumors going into whatever conference that was that you're talking about, Nick. And one of them was it was going to be Sekiro 2, which obviously I want. And the other one was it was going to be a, a new Armored Core game, and it ended up being the Armored Core game. But yeah, watch the gameplay trailer, man. It looks really, really good. It does. Um, there, the the one shot where uh, the your 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 mech is going like underneath a giant. I one. just watched. Oh, that. so oh, good, dude! dude it so looks good. so cool. Yeah, it looks really good. They did say that because I think everyone's assuming that it's going to be a Souls game, but Armored Core, right? Because it's mm-hmm. FromSoft, and that's practically all they make are Souls games. Uh, but they did say that it's going to be far closer to Armor Core than than any of the Souls games. But there looks like there's some Souls Souls DNA in there with the bosses yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that fighting. I can't so wait we'll see. to see the mechs uh, roll around. Yeah, the Droidica yeah. mechs. Yeah, I, I saw that. Those look pretty sweet. It's going to be uh, Jordan's favorite part: all the mech rolls. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I've always wanted, like Nick said, I've always wanted to get into mech games and. Never really did. One came out. Uh, it was like a PC exclusive, and it was a um, third-person multiplayer shooter. So Chad, you're already out. Yep. Uh, but it's called Hawken, and it was yeah, just an arena shooter, but mechs and like uh, with different roles. There's like heavy tanky mechs, then you got your like DPS mechs, and there are like healer support mechs. Uh, it was really fun. It 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 only lasted a couple years, and then like shut down, but. I enjoyed it while it was it was around, and um, yeah, I kind of wish that it was still around because it was it was fun, just yeah, just zipping around on a mech, shooting. Yeah, other people. I, yeah, I played I played the the first Armored Core game. I might, I might have played some of the sequels. Uh, there was a game called Future Cop LAPD on the PlayStation One where you're like controlling a mech. That was super fun. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. There's like a large chunk of mech anime too so seems like something i should get into it's just the same same argument i make with like dragon ball like it seems like something i should uh get into and by the way uh they added uh i, I just saw the other day they added kakarot to the playstation plus um mm. whatever subscription i whatever tier i'm at i don't know what tier i'm at but i was scrolling through i was like sweet don't even need to buy it now it's just on there just play it. and that's the perfect game for that stuff too because i could see that being one that like you just want to be able to pop in and out of it like yeah all the time um or just whenever you want so it's a like low investment yeah my concern is primarily after like hogwarts legacy because i we, we talk that i always build myself these these bubbles for whatever game i'm playing or whatever movie <laughs> i'm watching or whatever shows out i try to build these bubbles and it seemed like Hogwarts legacy was going to be the perfect bubble to build because I'd never seen any of the Harry Potter movies seemed like it was going to be perfect, but I think it wasn't because I had not seen any of those movies. So it was like the Mike 
uh, watching Rebels, where he's like, "I bet this is super cool would in the game." A lot cooler. But that would be yeah. way. This would be <laughs> yeah. way more fun if I knew what was happening. Right. That's actually big, how I felt reveal. watching John Wick Four. By the way, uh, yeah, when I went and <laughs> yeah. saw that like three weeks ago. Dude, you I was missed like, man, a lot. This is really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> It'd probably be way cooler if I knew what the heck was going on. <laughs> right. Yeah, you <laughs> missed a so lot cool. of this. They should make more of these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Siv hmm. says. Uh, any of you ever played steel battalion uh if it is a mech game i'm gonna answer no because uh none of us have really played mech games but yeah um i have to check it out if you're recommending it i can just see armored core is going to be like all these very um all the sweaties right all the tryhards are going to be playing these very um unconventional looking mechs and then there's going to be all the Gundam wing people in there. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> I see a very a big variety of like actual like Gundam looking ones, more like Pacific Rim looking ones. And I see these like really off the wall ones. And I just feel like there's going to be some people min max and these yeah. like really interesting builds. So uh, that, that'll yeah. be interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see, you know, how, how it does, because it's been a while. I had to look up to, to know specifically year wise, but it's been a while since we got an armored core game. Um, so I'm excited. I, I wish that it was Sekiro two and also bio. I do not have a copy of Sekiro because Nick has my copy of Sekiro. So, <laughs> yeah. I'll probably uh, get it back in the next two years and then you can yeah, borrow yeah. it. <laughs> um, Siv said every day, check Best Buy deal of the day, by the way. I forgot to throw that up there when we're talking about game sales. Uh, but Siv also says, you can't play Steel Battalion anymore. It was the mm. original Xbox game with a $200 controller. <clears throat> well, first off, what's it like being a millionaire? Second off, <laughs> uh, why was the controller like a <laughs> mess cockpit I... that you said it? Right. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's why, uh... well, actually, you are I'm... the mech. Yeah, man. Speaking of setups, I was over at a, I was over at a OGBB8's um, house Shout the out. other other week, and Trash Can has a legit like, I think it's Gran Turismo is playing, but like the legit the chair, the steering wheel, the pedals, the shifter, like he has the oh, whole thing dang. in front of his gaming computer, and wow. I sat in it, and this chair is just like unbelievably comfortable because it's almost it's just like a, it's almost like just like a net you're kind of like in a it's almost like a like a hammock but you're it's it's like that but with like form and purpose um, and not a bathing suit hey no, that has form and purpose let me tell it you have form it might have purpose that we don't want to know about but it does have form it doesn't have form yes uh, oh so chad That's awesome. uh 97 yes. is when the last armored core came out 97 wow i didn't I think it was so. that i didn't think it was that long ago really uh, so armor core five because oh no no, no no i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i was gonna say that might be armored that core was, one that was the original yeah yeah, yeah. what it's console like, is that on the ps1 Did that come out in 95 94 yeah okay. 94 95 okay. it might have been 95 in the u.s 94 in japan uh, I remember that game very vividly because I don't know if you guys remember f- back from that generation, but there was a magazine that you could get that would come with demo discs and it might've been like oh, PlayStation's yeah, yeah, yeah. official magazine. I had the the demo disc that had metal gear, solid armored core, like all these crazy good games on it. And I wish, I, I think I actually still have the disc. I don't have anything to play it on, 
but I got aggressively good at the demo of of Armored Core and aggressively good at the first like intro part of Metal Gear Solid, which was part of the demo. And then just nice. got my ass kicked when I got the actual real game and couldn't get any further. Oh, <laughs> uh, Joe says, uh, I'm excited for Armored Core 5, but I'm afraid people will be expecting a Souls game. You mean Souls? Yeah. I think they're checking. I think they're checking uh, those expectations because they even came out and said, "Like here, it's it's not a, it's not a Souls game," <laughs> you know. But they're they're even in the trailer, dude. There looks like there's some DNA there, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So it looks, it looks really good. Yeah, though. but part of that trailer, and I think this is just like <laughs> oh, the advancement of. Thanks for muting. Um, yeah. Advancement <laughs> sorry, of... I was in the middle of clicking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Of just like game mechanics in terms of how they can capture like like scale like that because uh, Zero Dawn like was one of the first games in a long time to like really do that for me because I'm like they've really captured like the scale and like the ability to move about around things at scale um, with like crazy increase. Uh, crazy mechanics in terms of just what you're doing like you're pulling bows and switching arrows and doing all that like mid-air like that so watching armor core trailer it's like yeah i can see how they can like figure that out now and like capture that feeling because games are starting to really kind of get technical enough um mostly with like the ui and the interfaces because like her zero dawn like the way you can do all that just like with three four buttons on the controller So it's, it's so smooth and efficient. Yeah, and they're, the the scale stuff is definitely increased in Forbidden uh, Forbidden West. Yeah, uh, is that the name of it? Forbidden West. Uh, is there... Because there's there's just some massive stuff in it, dude, and it's so cool. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. But that the partial, I don't know if that's gameplay or a cutscene they're showing in the trailer there. But whatever that thing the mech is driving past is is massive, like huge. Oh yeah, so. Yeah. If that's like an open world, find in the world type of deal, like that's going to be so good. <laughs> the dungeon. <Yeah. laughs> so uh, the sneeze on the hot mic was worth it because I was getting the picture that Civ sent me. This is the $200 controller for Steel Battalion back in the day. Wow. Uh, so I joked around. It is essentially a mech cockpit with, with pedals. Dude, um, the buttons. That's awesome. Yeah. Kind of looks like it's from like 1982, but this is why this is why Siv has to watch the the deep discount deals at Best Buy because um, <laughs> he bought this $200 controller. I like how he called it a controller too, and not like a war station or like right, war yeah, station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm picturing like the the $200 controllers you can now buy, where it's just an Xbox <laughs> controller with a a camo skin on it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and some extra buttons underneath. Um, That's so true. Uh, well, since I'm in Discord, uh, we, of course, had our Answer the Boys uh, question. We asked you what you guys were playing. We got some replies. So uh, the podcast guy, Tim from Funny Sci-Fi, he said PUBG and The Division 2. Um, I didn't realize people still played PUBG. I haven't heard oh. about PUBG in so long. Dude, it was like burning hot there for a while. Like yeah. even like guys at work were playing it. Like everyone. Like the old guys, the young guys. <laughs> The guys Ever, that have never everybody. played a video game. Everybody, literally. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Joe said he's been playing Stardew Valley on the Switch and uh, Overwatch 2 and Fortnite streams uh, this week because he's out of state for work. He's actually 
in in I'm assuming in his hotel room right now watching us. Uh, so thank you for tuning in, Joe. Uh, thank you, Tim and Joe, for uh, answering the boys this week. Um, with that out of the way, uh, you guys want to talk about what you've been playing? Anything no. else we got to get out of the way before we jump in? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, um, well, you know what? Let's start with Dad since he's, uh, you know, Dad. got the the uh, the least amount of time on screen out of the four of us we'll give him you know the pedestal you can go first my friend well i'm gonna start with a game that i just found that i want to play <laughs> okay it, it's called bare butt boxing oh <laughs> i thought you were gonna say layers of fear bare butt fear bare layers. butt, bare butt fear um it's like a cross between um gang beasts and um What's the one like Fall Guys? Yes. Okay. <laughs> How did you guess that? Did you look Cuz I up? just saw the picture. <laughs> I looked the picture up. <laughs> it's it's just out, outrageous, ridiculous. It looks fun. Something that the kids and I could play and beat yeah. the crap out of each other with. <laughs> Cuz we love playing Gang Beasts and uh this looks really fun and ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. Bare butt boxing. Oh, so speaking weird. of speaking of boxing, I could really use like a new fight night or something, bro. Like it's been <laughs> like what happened to the boxing games? Like they were so hot when we were kids. Like there yeah. was a fight night every every year, like Madden. Yeah, and then the they Madden. just MMA took over, and then people just forgot about boxing. Yep, yep. Thanks, Dana. Now we get yeah, a new UFC w- game every year. Boxing land parties were dope because like I remember just showing up to like my friend's house the one time and bunch of people were there and the point was to watch some people like have a boxing match on like one of the games and it was yeah. awesome oh that's so cool man yeah you did your own like pay-per-view for uh yeah yeah that's cool i i don't know man i i really enjoyed those fight night games and like the career and stuff in those were it was so cool like i'm sure i can get that in ufc but it's not it's not the same you know what i mean but i will say I watched a boxing match for the first time, paid for a pay-per-view boxing match for the first time ever. Wow. Lost. Like two weeks ago. It was the Jake Paul uh, Uh, Fury Fury fight. And that's just, after watching so much UFC, dude, boxing just sucks. You got to watch Bare Knuckle. You got to watch Bare Knuckle. Yeah, I get that, but I still want the games. Like, it's the, there's still a sport there. It's just, I don't know, the, the refs are, like, super finicky, and they're, like, stopping the fight, and they're, like, don't do this, don't do that. And then somebody gets knocked down, and they have to, like, back to their corner and wait for him to recover. I'm like, no, like, UFC style, just that's, pummel him, bro. That's until not he's real dead. fighting. <laughs> you know? Dude, not real I'm fighting. telling you, too, you too need many to... Souls games for you, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if there's anyone else out there that enjoys combat sports, like, um, like actual, not games, um, you you really should start watching bare knuckle boxing, like it's making its comeback. Uh, you can watch a lot of it for free on YouTube. There's an American promotion bare knuckle fight championship, uh, and there's even like a, a a British promotion. I forget exactly what it's called. Uh, those two are the most professionally run, and then of course you have some smaller ones under that. Yeah, with like uh, the but a lot around them. Yeah, <laughs> the, Russian, ones? the Russian, the yeah. Russian ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> But no, like uh, the BKFC promotion, um, a lot of 
admittedly washed UFC fighters are now making their way into BKFC. Uh, Paige Van Zandt was over there and she actually got destroyed. <laughs> um, yeah. Chad Mendez was uh, just fought like a week really? ago. Um, Does that can that dude even throw a punch? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's a wrestler, he did, ain't he? Yeah, he did pretty good. Oh, um, really? Interesting. Because I remember no, when he, f- he fought Conor McGregor. Well, I guess he did give Conor McGregor kind of a run for his money. Yeah. I, I my, my issue with the bare knuckle stuff is eventually they're going to have to put gloves on if they go, if they get, because that's how UFC started was, was anything mm-hmm. goes, wear what you want, no gloves. I mean, if you watch the earlier UFCs, it was freaking yeah. mayhem, dude. It was, yeah, it was so cool. The, I probably, <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, not saying anything poor about my parents, but you know, my dad let me watch the original UFC with him and that was in the early nineties. So I was like five years old. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> probably shouldn't have watched it, yeah, probably shouldn't have watched it, it then. Cause, uh, <laughs> it was way more violent than, than it is yeah. now. <laughs> like very brutal. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean, bare knuckle has been like a thing for a really long time. It's just kind of been underground, but uh, they, they got some some good rule sets to protect uh, the fighters themselves. But um, yeah, watch bare knuckle, or you can be a real man and watch slap fights like I do. Yeah, I dig the I dig the slap fights, bro. I'm not gonna lie. And Dana White just thing. started a slap fight league. Yeah, um, in conjunction with UFC. Uh, that's what we need. We need a slap fight game where you oh, just like, be, yeah, just you're slap, you're lining yeah. up the power of your slap like uh, field goals in Madden, you know. <laughs> yeah, which I suck at kicking in Madden, so I probably wouldn't do very good at this the slap game I'm right. inventing right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I I uh, yeah, just I don't know. I miss the boxing games, even though the sport's pretty much dead. And and that pay per view, I think, proved it because it was supposed to be like this huge fight, and there looked like. There were like a thousand people there. So, <laughs> uh, so I, yeah, I don't know. I, I played the UFC games. They just don't feel right to me for whatever reason. Like, yeah. I feel like everything is aggressively slow. Like you throw a punch so slow, you throw a kick so slow. I, I don't know. Just bring yeah. me fight night back. Just do it. EA. You know, you want to do it. It's time. Civ- Look at what from software is doing here. Bringing back old games. Siv says, no, we need a new backyard wrestling or Def Jam. <laughs> Def Jam game, yeah. Can I say, though, I'm in, I'm really enjoying all these, like, super weird sports games that are coming out. Like, a lot of them are, like, indie games and stuff. But there's, like, Golf Story. There's um, mm. uh, the wrestling made me think of this. Uh, I think it's called WrestleQuest. It's, it's not out yet. It's coming soon. Um, but, like the at the core of it you're playing a golf or wrestle quest you're a wrestling game but then it has like all this kooky like side like mechanics like rpg style story Mm -hmm. going on and uh it's it's a really cool way to get people who probably aren't that into sports games into sports games um i'll take yeah golf story looked really good i wanted to play golf story Uh, i haven't heard of the wrestling one though what's uh, joe if you're still here what's what's the name of the soccer game that you streamed like a couple months ago it might have just been soccer story or something like that but um yeah there's just a lot of cool a lot of cool i saw uh in in the youtube uh black hole um ah, shoot i don't remember what the name of the game is but it was a hockey game like that 
that was just wild and some guy who was like a huge hockey fan like new york accent was just like yeah <laughs> going crazy and it was it was hilarious with the, the okay yeah joe's joe's soccer game was soccer story check that out that was pretty good um i'll have to figure out what the name of that hockey game is because it looked pretty rowdy um but yeah um more more fighting or cool like sports games would be awesome i found a boxing game undisputed Esports boxing. Oh yeah, undisputed. Yeah, that is esports boxing. Okay. Uh, I think they changed the the name of it. It is a. It looks pretty good. Double, yeah, let me double check and make sure that's the game that I'm talking about. So like. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh. So yeah, that was esports boxing. I think was the original name of it. Uh. It looks. Yeah. It looks decent. It's an indie game. I think it's in like early access right now. Maybe on Steam. Uh, yeah, it looks it looks good. I don't know if it has like a career mode and is well put together, but um, yeah, might be worth it. And it's only like thirty bucks too. I think full price. So yeah, like somebody gets it. Like escalation of like because I was here talking about boxing and boxing kind of looks like really soft now compared to like what we're used yeah, it to. Does. Yeah. And now we're talking about like backyard bare knuckle like fighting. It's like at what point it is is the sport like too crude or too violent? Like to the point of like gladiator rings where people are legit getting like skewered and like, yeah. murdered. like where, where, where do we currently draw the line? Let's like, just what's... do that. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I think, I think the UFC was kind of seen as that in the beginning. So sure. I would, I would imagine yeah. the bare knuckle stuff, if it gets like big enough to be, have to go to the to like a state commission or sports commission or whatever Nevada sport fight whatever to the they... death pay per view <laughs> yeah yeah people would, yeah I mean people yeah. watch it and I guess I, I I mean I don't know I don't know where I land on that uh, philosophically but <laughs> I yeah. think if you agree to it that man like I think okay, if you like, okay you, so you're probably gonna die Mark's about to come out and be like dude I want to see some people die yeah yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> dude I mean, that stadium would be packed. evolution is, is just firearms in a ring you can't yeah. escape uh no that's terrible don't do that and yeah um, the firearms yeah um, the firearearms i'm not behind that would be no. boring i want to uh, see like no like gladiator style yeah, yeah. <laughs> with um, a random like animal you know yeah yeah like a, <laughs> just a lion running around no <laughs> but, like more problem with the animal dying than like a human yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly <laughs> Um, no, so the, I don't really like to watch the, the bare knuckle or like backyard fighting. That's like legitimately like in a backyard with like (laughs) no refs and like, no, like, it's just a group of people. Like, um, the, the BKFC thing, like they have a ring, they have a referee, they have judges, they score it like boxing. There's modified rules because, you know, there's no gloves and the rounds are shorter. Um, things of that nature. Um, like, like so the, it's I like, like the Shia LaBeouf movie where he where he ends up like the end of the movie. They're at that like wrestling match in like the Bayou or it's like Florida. Peanut or Butter whatever. Falcon or whatever. Yeah, That's Peanut a Butter great Falcon. Movie. Like that kind of fighting, like, or is that like actually? No, that's legit? that's like back. No, this B the BKFC stuff, and even the one over in London, like they they are legit like promotions. They're not just like pulling up in a parking lot with like thirty people and like forming a <laughs> circle and like. Or like right. Joe said, like, um, 
wrestling on a tarp in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Uh, wrestle on tarp. Almost broke my neck twice. Oh, jeez. How do you um, measure that? <laughs> that would be awful. Yeah, I don't. I don't really like watching that stuff. Uh, but if it's if it's attempting to be organized, uh, because in with with organization, at least you would think there would be some sort of mindfulness of like safety <laughs> um so like the bkfc they have like a, a cut doctor and they're like you know they'll stop a fight and like the doctor will check him out you know let him continue or stop the fight if he's got too bad of a cut or he doesn't think the fighter should be fighting anymore um but when you like go a step below that and it's just kind of like some dude who's really into fighting is like refing this fight and you're like oh, somebody may actually die here so i don't know <laughs> if i actually want to watch that um i found the name of the hockey game it's called tape to tape and it is a rogue light hockey game oh <laughs> um, interesting graphically is super cool it looks like hand-drawn um tape to tape it's supposed to come out in may so you know just uh, a week here so yeah so to my my point about the bare knuckle boxing thing is that like if they get to a level where they need to bring in a, a athletic commission like Nevada State Athletic Commission, mm -hmm. I think that's what brought the gloves to the UFC. You know what I mean? So eventually they're going to come and they're going to be big enough where they're going to have to wear gloves at some point. You know, unless we are yeah. just becoming like such like we just don't care anymore. We're just like fine, just let them do their thing because there's, there's really there's a. It's much more enjoyable to watch. Well, I mean, I don't want to say that because I really like watching UFC now, but I really enjoy watching the old ones where there were no weight classes, no gloves, no rules. Like, it's <laughs> the, just cool the no watch. weight class thing was Dude, so, it's so wild. wild. It's wild <laughs> because Royce Gracie would come in and destroy these huge guys that should easily knock him out if they get a punch in, but they he just like wrapped around them like a freaking anaconda and and mm. you know it's just yeah. some of that stuff so wild man I, I i could watch that stuff all day so if it get if the is there like rock is it just straight boxing in the bare knuckles there's like uh, no there's some like modified clinches you can do there's dirty boxing you can do but other than that it's like no ground game fists that's all no no ground game no submissions uh, but you can do some dirty boxing and some like clinching and punching and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, but according to Wikipedia, which we all know is 100% accurate and um, definitely never wrong, uh, the BKFC <laughs> is sanctioned, though I don't think they've ever gone to Nevada specifically, but apparently they are a sanctioned uh, promotion but interesting you know interesting. we're turning this into fight boys which i would totally be down for <laughs> yeah um, right but let's get back to gaming and since nick he's like i've heard enough of this fighting talk i'm actually leaving uh let's go to you chad what have you been playing lately yeah so i i can't remember we're, the first one we're going to talk about is is one you already know that i was playing uh but i finished it i don't think i finished it before the last episode but i finished dead space the remake uh did I finish it before the last episode? I can't remember. I don't, I don't think, think I did. so. I don't think I did. You I just want to say it was very were, close. Yeah, yeah. It was very close. Uh, great, great freaking game, dude. Great story. I love any cult type story. So the cult stuff was it's super huge. awesome. It's super huge. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I, I started playing another game, two other games that we'll get to later. Um, but 
we'll talk about maybe more specifics of of my thoughts on Dead Space at the the first game when we get to my later games. Uh, but dude, through and through, probably the best horror game I've ever played. And uh, we talked about why, like, I'm terrified of being on a spaceship in the middle <laughs> of space. So that that was really working. Um, but but a lot of the other stuff that was working, it, it, it might be the remake stuff, is the lighting in this freaking game is amazing. The sound design is through the roof. Like the heartbeat that you hear when he, when things are popping off, you hear his heart rate or hear his heart rate elevate. It was just so mm. cool, dude. Uh, yeah, there's just a lot of of really good stuff in that game, man. How do you and, feel? Uh, sorry, yeah, how do you feel about the boss fights? I thought the boss fights were great. Yeah, I thought that. Yeah, I mean they're not they're not mind blowing, but as a first entry of a of a series, even though it's a remake of that, I'm sure they stayed pretty true to the original. Yeah. I haven't played the original, they so did. I don't have any yeah. context. Uh, but yeah, I thought they were really good. Uh, I I kind of I don't want to say cheese my way through majority of the game, but I did find an ammo glitch for a couple of the guns where I was just like racking up the ammo, uh, and that nice. you know that. Maybe I shouldn't have done that because this kind of takes away some of the survival horror elements of of it. But I did start replaying it on uh, whatever impossible difficulty. Uh, yeah, that seems like literally impossible. So I I, right. I don't think I'm gonna I don't I don't think I'm gonna go for the platinum on it. Maybe you know by the end of the year once things cool down I'll, I'll revisit it and try to go to the platinum. But I, I'm not a big fan of any game that where you die, you go all the way back to the beginning and that's how impossible <laughs> difficulty is. And I'm just not here for that. Uh, I'm sure there's workarounds of like saving it to the cloud and stuff, but uh, yeah, I thought the weapons were really cool. I thought the story was, was really good. I love, I love all the cult stuff. I love going down to the planet at the end. That was super cool. Uh, finding out. Uh, I mean, have you played the original dad? Yes. Okay, has everybody here played the original? Except for Nick. Except for Nick. Okay, then I'm not going to spoil anything. But finding I'll be right back. like some you of can the spoil it. Okay, okay. So some of the like finding out that his his wife or girlfriend or whatever was dead the whole time was like mind blowing to me. I thought that was super <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, just a lot of just a lot of good stuff. That the enemy designs in this are really really good. It's funny because they. Even though this is a remake of the of the original, like I said, I'm sure they stayed true to the enemy movements and that kind of stuff. But dude, mm-hmm. some of the stuff in the second game like is way quicker, like way faster than than it is in the remake. So uh, yeah, just some of the like, especially those little baby enemies. <laughs> like, dude, those things are freaking horrifying, bro. Like, just <laughs> knowing that that is that was a baby at one point, and, that, and then they grow these freaking tentacles, so good, and shoot rockets at you, shoot rockets, yeah, and. Uh, that and then the enemies that kind of like i don't know what they're doing they have like the what's the freeze stuff in it called where you can freeze stuff i can't remember stasis? what what they call it stasis, stasis. No. yeah is it yeah. stasis yeah yeah it's stasis uh the enemies that come off of the the ship that is supposed to come and and blow the ishimura up with like the soldiers on it that like jump frames or whatever they're doing i don't know they're like jumping frames or they have like a stasis vest on or something and you can shoot the vest and then it slows them down they come Mm. off that ship whatever those enemies are called those things are horrifying bro because they're like it seems like they're glitching but they're Mm -hmm. not that's just how they move and it's you know i've never seen that in a game before so it's really cool uh but yeah just really good 
meta level of storytelling with all the audio logs and the text logs that you can pick up. Uh, just the the eerie sounds of the ship while you're going through it. So much good stuff in it. And, and I do feel like a lot of that stuff is lost in the sequel. And we'll get to that later. Uh, but yeah, dude, I had a blast with it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm so happy that I that I picked it's, it up. It's a great game. Yeah. The, the parts that always made me feel the most unsettled were um, like, <clears throat> there's a part where you're walking through a corridor and you just hear like a thump, like a pretty consistent thump and when you finally get into that section it's just somebody smacking their yes dude i dude that's funny that is so Uh, funny because that is one of the the only things that i screen recorded while i was playing was that thumping noise because i was like something (laughs) something's gonna and i got the exact scene you're talking about on my playstation in a video oh yeah the discord uh so good dude it's so good Uh, yeah yeah that's right hey let me tell you uh, this episode (laughs) is brought to you by blistex medicated chapstick (laughs) i took the label off but this is medicated mint feels makes those lips feel nice and minty baby (laughs) see how good Um, we would be so good at live reads yeah for sure yeah you you work that in beautifully owners out there sorry were you talking (laughs) Uh, your mic your mic dipped out again i think come on i might have been talking over you (laughs) unintentionally all All you corporations business owners out there you just hit us up sponsorship we'll nail those live reads for you he'll cough a couple times in between it we'll be good yeah (laughs) just don't do like yeah no no like cough suppressants or anything because that's not going to work for us you know no cough drops that's joe's favorite chapstick i knew we were friends for a reason bro uh no that would be a very meta sponsorship i think it would just work on so many work hilarious um hopefully it would work on the level of me not having to clear my throat every five seconds but then it would just be ironically funny right yeah uh also before i move on from now never mind we'll save it for later because i i have more to talk about dead space but we'll see i'm just for when glad I get you there. loved it so much dude Same. it's so good yeah i don't know i kind of want to go back and replay the original just to see like what what was going on back then but dude the remake is phenomenal absolutely phenomenal it looks great it plays great it sounds great everything about it uh so there's there's just a couple things like you're you're thumping the dude hitting his head on the wall there's like a couple things I think right at the beginning where you see like something like up in the ceiling run run across in like a dark hallway. It's really good. And then I, I we talked about it on uh, Brady and I's episode that we just did for Patreon. The the moments where because you watch through a couple uh, parts of the game and you watch through the moment where you have to choose to turn the lights off or mm-hmm. turn the elevators on or whatever. And we talked about it, dude. That's such a cool way. Yep. for a horror game to to make things creepy is you have to turn the lights off and then of course the enemies come when the lights are off it's so good yep. yeah absolutely well um nick you want to go next sure i'm trying to think we we did have one of these in early april um and really the only thing that has changed is i'm pushing through red dead redemption 2 on the story um, I'm a solid 50% on the story, 46 on the whole game. I don't know how that works. I feel like I haven't done nearly any 
of like all the extra stuff. I just kind of started messing around with that at the midway point, which I typically do for big RPG games. Like around midway point, I'm like, oh yeah, there's tons of other stuff I can do to um to like distract myself from completing the story. Um but I don't think I'm I'm it maybe if you played a chat, who who's all playing yes. right there? Yeah. Um uh, yeah. Can I not do all the like non-yellow missions, like the non-store main story, like like Grand Theft Auto, where like some stuff you lose, other stuff you don't lose? I I you're talking as far as locking yourself out of those those yeah. stories once you get past a certain point. I think there is a cutoff point to that, maybe at the end of the game. I don't know. It's been a while since I played it, but you really should because a lot of the a lot of that side stuff. What Red Dead, and I'd really have to think about it. I think Red so Dead far may, I have, but I'm have. at the point okay. where it's like, do I keep doing that or do I just beeline the story and I can do that later? Because really, once I got to um, Saint DeSante, DeSante Knee, however they say that, they say it really yeah. like Creole like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I was like, some of this stuff just seems like now it feels like Grand Theft Auto, where it's just like stuff to do in the city right right? yeah um so that's where i was like maybe i don't have to but it's also super fun but i don't want to like lose my momentum yeah to finish the game yeah and i'm not the best one to give you advice on that because i often do that in games where i'll do the all the side content and then not finish the story Mm -hmm. like i just get burnt out on it it's not Uh, that hard either right it's it's not red dead i'd really have to think about it red dead may be the best story driven single player game i've ever played red dead 2 specifically that's what cozy uh, said and dude it is it's just insane the amount of detail that is in that game and you can look up videos of, like crazy details from from red dead 2 uh it's just so good dude and there is a mass amount of distractions like dude i spent like <laughs> i spent like 10 hours of my playthrough just hunting trying to get yeah. like the perfect pelts and and you know get all this stuff to make all the different outfits and that like mm-hmm. spent probably another 15 hours of my playthrough just being like a rounder going around and playing poker through all the different towns and, and <laughs> you know so I, that stuff i'm okay with saving till later because i know i can save that stuff till later um i'm kind of i'm kind of really like straightforward on my outfits i have like two or three and they're just like really straight gunslinger style yeah um, yeah <laughs> it's all about the hat and like the coat and or the vest like everything yeah. else doesn't matter yeah um but i was really kind of mad because i had this horse like from very early on because i i randomly had one of those encounters out in the world and i forget how it went down i either saved the guy or i killed the guy or he, i found the guy dead Anyway, I got his horse and like I've had this horse through 40% of the game Then I'm randomly just riding on the road and I get ambushed and someone just shotgun blasts me and my horse and like my horse died. Yeah. And I just get to to wake up like 400 yards away and I was like, what the hell, dude? Like, why do I get to live? My horse got to die. Like this horse that I've had the whole time (laughs) leveled up, like all this crap. And I'm like, this is crap, dude. Dude, I'll admit to you that pissed at that situation. Yeah, I'll admit to you that uh, the same similar uh, story happened to me where I had a horse for a large portion of the game and it died. And it was it was like the most traumatic thing that I've ever experienced in a game (laughs) because I, I had grown quite accustomed to that horse and it like was perfect. 
black stallion style style horse, just cool cowboy horse, and he ended up dying. But the cool thing is, I can't remember if you can revive those horses in that. It might be Breath of the Wild that I'm thinking of. I know you can do it in Breath of the Wild. If um, if you don't die, you can revive them. Okay. But but uh, this single, like, I don't know if, like, the ambush on either side of the road, like, there's just 10 shotguns. But for whatever reason, we insta-died. There was no recourse <laughs> from this, yeah. like, action in the game. And I was like, how is that fair? Like, like no warning, just red blips pop up on my map. And they're like, get them. Wild, wild West, bro. And I was <laughs> like, wild West. man, I was like, but but I was mad because I was like, I, I get the come back to life i don't get to bring my horse back to life right like, yeah serious loss there yeah yeah it. definitely uh yeah it. it's cool and i i don't think that, i mean even if you could uh revive it i don't think i probably would have i would have just took the story and, and ran with it you yeah. know because there was to a town. there was a horse that i was eyeing through the whole game that i really there's a specific horse that you can go get that's the best horse in the game and it's like up in the snowy mountain somewhere and you have to like track it and everything uh, so I was like really eyeing that. So once I got over the traumatic experience of losing my horse, I was like, all right, I'll just go get this one. Cause I've been thinking about it for half my playthrough now. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, man, I wouldn't sleep on the side content because a lot okay. of it's really good as well yeah. as like the in world, like encounters that you have mm-hmm. that are just so good, dude. There's some that like in random houses, like in the woods that you'll go in and like a wife will get mad at her husband and you can shoot and kill him or something. It's just a lot of good meta level stuff going on in that game. Yeah. Cause you start to see some of that pay forward, like halfway through the game for sure, where it's like people you've randomly encountered like later, like I went back to like Valentine to do something. I think I was going to see the the fence and um, this dude was outside the general store and he was telling his buddies like, Hey, that's the guy. That's the guy. Cause I like saved this guy. And like, he was like, Hey, pick out whatever you want out of the store. It's on me. Like just weird, weird, cool things. And that was like at the beginning of the game. Um, yeah. so yeah, that definitely makes sense. And I like, I like doing that. Plus, I don't know. I like traveling everywhere in that game. So obviously sometimes it takes a while to get places. And also, if you have bounties like any normal person would like those bounty hunters are always just like creeping on you. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, the cool thing about traveling in that game is, is the stuff that happens from a to B, but also, uh, there's like a cinematic thing where you can set a waypoint and you can just make your horse go and it puts it in like a cinematic camera and he'll just take you there and you can literally like go make a sandwich and, and come back and you'll be at your destination. <laughs> and that, I wish they did that more in games. Cause that's like a way cooler way to do a fast travel where it's just like in, in the game he's just traveling and you're just not controlling him. He's just following a waypoint. What about, uh, so does the game, omit the like ambush shotgun insta deaths when it's in cinematic mode that might be I, the play yeah i yeah I, that that you might have to test that one out i don't know I off don't the top of to. my head if you know i don't know off the top of my head if it ever happened to me i use that pretty frequently uh throughout the game uh is there there is fast travel in the game but i don't there think is. i ever yeah i don't think i use it very often i'm not a real big fan of of back travel or uh, fast travel in games outside of like fallen order needed it like in the worst freaking way oh possible God, that yeah. made that game awful and thankfully the sequel has added it so that's a relief but yeah i don't know i you'd have to test that out yeah i don't i off the top of my head i can't remember if i've ever got ambushed 
you know, I mean, if I got to get like, if I'm just like, hey, I need to go do this story mission. It's on the other side of the map. I will. I like how this fast travel works, though, because you set up camp. You can cook some stuff, sleep, and then you can just be like fast travel from any camp that you set up. So I think that's cool. Um, Then they have like fast travel from like your your map at the at the main camp. Um, Yeah, there's there's like uh, the the thing that Red Dead does really good is the immersion that mm -hmm. it puts you in the game. And this is what I complained about with Ghost of Tsushima, where there's just not a lot of immersive stuff in that game. Right. There's not. Like you, you roll into Valentine and you can like go get a room at the hotel and then you can go down to the bar and drink and drink and play poker. And then, you know, <laughs> dude, it's dude, it's such a chill game. And that, that like a large like portion of my yeah, a large portion of my like post game stuff was just chilling and just like walking around the towns and hanging out and going to the hotel rooms. <laughs> and, and, you know, there's all kinds of cool stuff you can do. I mean, you can kidnap people and, and throw them on your horse, rope them up, throw them on your horse. It's just there's there's so much <laughs> stuff that you could do if you have like a good imagination, and it, it's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah, because nobody. Ghosts, by the way, uh, Siv mm-hmm. said this a while ago, but this is a good time to throw it up. Um, in Ghosts, he went story first, then side quest. Back to Nick's conversation like several minutes ago, but um, yeah, I remember both of you kind of saying this about Ghosts, like uh, lacking the world building mm-hmm. in that sense like playable yeah. world building um, yeah i mean i guess it, it, in the the sense that it's it takes place during an invasion of an of an island there's not going to be a lot of like inns that you can go <laughs> right. stay at and that kind of stuff it's Playing it's a hostile environment villages right. are getting slaughtered <laughs> right exactly but you know i that's something that i hope that the the sequel does better uh, if we get out of like a wartime Japan and just a mm. uh, chill Japan because Red Dead just nails it, dude. And I think Rockstar's always been really good at at yeah. build at the immersion stuff, but Red Dead, at least for now, is the pinnacle of of the immersion for their games. I mean, there's just so much stuff going on there. Like you could just wander in that game for for hours, and you'll find crazy stuff all over the place to do and it doesn't feel like overwhelming like the witcher where there's like question marks all over the place it's all like it all seems it's not like fairly a, organic yeah it, it's all organic things to do that just happen whereas the witcher is just like they're gonna we're, let's throw 80 icons on the map because <laughs> we're at the end of development and we need something to beef up the game um, right whereas like this is super <laughs> organic um and yeah i mean it, it's generally fun to do like i just kind of i like taking breaks and like i just kind of play some poker at the camp like for like dollar bids and stuff i need to do more high stakes stuff um oh yeah they're all over yeah there's a couple there's like three or four places you can go and the the town that you were talking at is the high roller one uh so yeah it's just cool man yeah and now that i was like halfway and um i'm like super comfortable with the game now because i've like come back to it multiple times and usually that's what it takes for me to like really click that like okay i get i get the game i can play it the controls are down. Um, so I started looking through like the progress stuff and like all the other stuff. And it's just like, man, there is just, I've barely touched like the big game oh, stuff. Sure. I've, I've got like two big game ones, like rare legendary animals that I've gotten, um, but nothing like really extensive. And there's all the trinkets you can get from that. And the challenges, I just found the challenges thing. And I think that's cool. Like some of those organically happen, but they're pretty specific where it's like kill five rabbits from horseback. And I've got right. four. 
Yeah. And I'm like halfway through the game. So I was like, I need to shoot more rabbits. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just cool, man. It's got, it, it has a very deep hunting game in that as well, yeah. where there's like specific places you have to shoot the animals and tracking the animals. It's very, very in depth. I, I would game, argue early maybe, game, it's easy to get distracted into the hunting because they focus a lot on explaining all that. Then it's like, should I be out hunting? And then right. it's like to upgrade the camp, you have to get like rare like skulls and like different trophies from the animals. And it's like, well, I want to upgrade my camp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's cool because it's like, you'll walk past the dude in the camp that does the cooking. He's like, Hey, yeah. I need, I need meat. And it's just another meta level thing where you're like, got to go hunt some meat for the camp, bro. It's like, it has nothing to do with the story. There's no challenges. There's no mission. The dude just needs some freaking meat. So I'm going to go get him some meat, you know? Yeah. And, and it lightweight, like approaches the Paragon thing where it's like, good deeds it, it yeah. the the it's there's like passive things like better prices or something like that and better chances for stuff like if you're generally have better honor versus yeah. poor honor um but i like how at the camp though and i'm gonna get into this because it's one of my favorite parts about the game but like <laughs> you can go out and do all kinds of horrible things in the world but you go back to camp and there's just like random things you can do like move feed over to the horses or like pull buckets yeah. of water over to the cooking area. And it, it, it gives you Paragon toward the good, right. By being good guy around the camp to make up for the bad deeds you do out of the world. Right. But that plays into the story because obviously it's a lot of like projection in terms of um, how we've, we envision like 1899. But I like to think a lot of it for as all I know is like pretty accurate. Um, and they've done their research, but I just love how much it it puts you in that time period, right? Because they focus a lot on like 1899, like what was the world like in 1899? It's like the death of this, the old West, um, right? Or like you're They're moving with run. a gang yeah. of like 20 people, and you're generally good people. You just are like a family, you look out for each other. But you're like you're you're kind of running from this constant like invasion of civilization, right? Yeah. So like we're yeah. fully we fully live in civilization. Like we're, we're nothing like these people, but like these people lived in a world where they were kind of trying to stay away from civilization as it chased them like from the East. And yeah, it's just so incredible that they, they focus so much on that. Like just the, the perspective of the time. And that's yeah, my favorite thing absolutely. about that game. Absolutely. Yeah. The story in that game is great, dude. Like I said, it might be the best story that I've ever played really have to think about it, but it, it it's definitely up there. The ending's phenomenal. I can't wait till you get to. Did you play the first game? No, you didn't play the first game. Oh bummer, man. Uh, okay, is this so before or after the first game? This is before it. This yeah. is before it. Yeah, this is a prequel. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we can argue that all day. Should you watch the prequel Star Wars movies first, or or, <laughs> or the you know the original trilogy? But uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for you to finish it. The other cool thing in that game is the the bounty system. Like there's been a couple times where I've been like run out of Valentine because I did like some horrific thing to the dude that beat me in <laughs> poker and, and was chased out of town. But you can like and you can't go back there. It's it's literally hostile to go back into that town until you go and pay your bounty at the like train station or whatever. That's how strawberries for me after the strawberry. Machine, Maybe like, that's what I'm talking slaughter about. Slaughter the whole town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So which uh, no maybe I am thinking Valentine's the one that's just like the, it's in the, the classic Wild West. It's yeah, got the like yeah. saloon in it. Valentine's like straight up mud road Wild yes. West, like but thinks they're fancy kind of thing. Then you have roads is like the southern town, 
with all the family right. drama. And then yeah. Strawberry's like the mountain town trying to be like big city. Yeah. Did you do the side quests in Rhodes yet with the like the. I did all uh, of Rhodes. Is Rhodes the one that has the like love story where you're bringing the yeah. letters? Dude, that that storyline's so good, dude. I love, yeah, the I two love families it. and yeah, they're kind yeah. of Romeo and Juliet between the two feuding families. Yeah, so like, so yeah, good. those ones are really good. Um, yeah, and it does such a good job too. Like also like um, acting out like the sequences in terms of you know they're not just cutscenes. you play most of the game like, right it's very like really more so dialogue is just the the cutscenes. but like all the action is like even yeah. when you like you're searching for someone you burst into a room like you have to be ready to like slow-mo shoot either like the gun out of their hand which is that detail where you shoot them in the head um yeah but like those decisions are kind of important and it's so cool. Yeah, it's definitely cool. I think they learned a lot of that from Grand Theft Auto Five, uh, mm-hmm. keeping the player playing the game instead of doing it in a cutscene. Uh, yeah, man, you're making me want to go back and play this. It's like <laughs> the worst freaking time to go back and play it. Also, Rockstar, like, come on, dude, it needs a PS5 patch. Just like, yeah, I like to, I like to imagine that the these companies just have like, uh, it's like a slider that they have to put on for 60 FPS, and they just refuse <laughs> to do it. Like, it's just locked at 30 and they won't yeah. click the button to, to, to allow it to do 60, you know, I'm sure it's more complicated than that, but yeah, it's, it's in desperate need of a, of a PS5 it's, patch because it would be beautiful in 60 FPS. Well, well yeah. Cause I look at it is. Yeah. and when I, as I'm looking at my library and I'm like, okay, here are the things I want to play and like kind of generally what order red dead and Sekiro, the only two that don't have a PS5 patch that are on my like plan projected, like to play plan. Um, Sekiro does. <laughs> You're projected to play. Projected to play. Sekiro. Yeah, Sekiro. <laughs> I don't know if Sekiro. It, yeah, it does. does dude. It, it does. does. It does. Yeah. Uh, like, it might it. not. It might not have gotten a patch, but it runs 60 FPS. Oh, so. yeah, sure. But I mean, I want the PS5 badge on the game. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> what you want. <laughs> that's what I'm talking yeah, about. That's not what you're going to get now. Yeah. Yeah, those are the only two games that are on yeah, my to-do list that are not PS5 badged. It, it sucks, man, because I think uh, I think Rockstar had something really, really special with Red Dead 2, and they like seemingly just didn't support it post-launch. Like they, not that it needed a lot of support, but like I thought Red Dead Online was going to be the next big thing, like GTA Online, and it fizzled People out. And I think they, it, yeah, and I think they are getting rid of it, like shutting the servers down already. So I, I mean, it's kind of shocked about that. But I, I get that they probably have all moved on to Grand Theft Auto 6. And it'd like, be nice if we could hear something about this fucking game. Because it's like, how long? I mean, when did 5 come right. out? 2000. It came out the day 13. that Brady was born. 13. Okay. Yeah. So, like, come on, dude. That 10 years? So, 10 years. So, so here's what they need to do. They need to do a GTA 6, right? But you know how they did, like, the character swapping? You character swap with another character that's like a hundred years prior in the same area. So they can do the like whole Western thing with the modern thing. And it's like a tied story. Like, come on, run with this. Yeah. Yellowstone, Yellowstone style prequel. (laughs) I think that, uh, I think my, I was hopeful for that going into Grand Theft Auto Mm six. I wasn't going that far back. I was hopeful since we're in Miami, a lot of good stuff in Miami happened in the eighties, obviously. Right. So, I think that two timelines it, where it's like you're timelines? in the same place 
like doing the same like part of the city mission but like different time different character maybe like your granddad or like whatever yeah, yeah. pick it i mean there's got to be something because rockstar always has a big so like grand theft auto 5 it was the switching of the characters three different characters three totally different characters different stories different environments that they're in this seemingly only has two a male and a female so i'm like are they hiding a third character there's no way they're going back to two really Trevor's I, back Trevor's I, uncle my hope well, and we talked about this, but I'm I'm hopeful that that third character is a cop or DEA agent Dude, that, or something. There it is. That would be because they're they're telling a Bonnie and Clyde story. They already said that's what the story's setting up to be. If they have the Bonnie and Clyde that you can play as, as yes. well as the cop that's chasing them, trying to catch them, come on, bro. That's gonna. It, I mean, it would be a ten all day. And you do the like multiple time period thing where it's like a family feud over the course yes. of like a oh, century. Yes. The, the yeah. like law family and the outlaw family. Like, come on, <laughs> we got ideas over here. Yeah, hey, it just I, seems I get behind that. It just seems like so, they're always we'll remake the same big. games all the time because that's better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It and the, the like... weird thing is, if you look at the like leaked footage of that game, like a lot like the cop cars are straight out of Grand Theft Auto five. Like there's a lot of like reused stuff from Grand Theft Auto. So I'm like, what have they been doing for 10 years? Now, granted, I get they were working on Red Dead. So it wasn't a total 10 sure. years they've been working on this game. But this is an excessive amount of time for Grand Theft Auto game, bro. I'm sorry. Like Grand Theft Auto 5 was an excessive time. And I don't think it was anything close to 10 years. Like it might have been like five or six years. So and nothing yet. Nothing. Radio freaking silence from from Rockstar. Like, get, put a trailer out. They're they're working on the PS6 version of GTA. Yeah, right it now. is exactly what they're doing. Yeah, this <laughs> game's <laughs> never going to see. Red the light Dead of day. came out in 2018. 2018. So like, even yeah. still, it's been five years five since years. that game came out. Right. <laughs> so and you have to assume GTA. Another, you know, what I mean. So it's yeah. like they are right on the cusp of where it's like, all right, guys, like. And you have to assume, at least for like maybe the last year of development on red dead that they were already starting on grand theft auto so it's been longer you know they're they're not i'm sure they're not hyper focused on and it might be different studios to be honest with you within rockstar that do uh grand theft auto uh, grand theft auto and red dead it might be separate Uh, but i don't know man it's just like i get that they don't want to fall into the same trap that grand theft auto 5 did where they released a trailer way too early for the game and then it was like multiple years until the game released but like give us something bro like you have to have something we saw your we saw your leaked footage that game's put together give us a trailer something teaser anything you know do you know you had to put a release date on it my hope is that it's like they're finally like just gonna be like oh here's grand theft auto 6 and it's out today you can <laughs> like that uh, there's certain games you don't need to build hype for that's kind of like what happened with five though they gave us like a two-week notice like a week a month notice well no they, they they put out a trailer very early for five like multiple years prior to the release of the yeah. game yeah so i think that's what they're cautious about right now with with six but okay so developers on red dead 2 was rock star studios developers on five gta was rockstar north rockstar north so it is different okay yeah so that's it that even that's even more so who knows how long six has been in development they've been they've been milking that work from home life they're just like or yeah that, like, you know <laughs> the, the, bean, home. the yeah. bean bag 
at the office like section of the office versus a bunch of bean bags in the nap section. That's what <laughs> yeah. they've been doing. They're uh they're busy working on the Steam Deck port of GTA <laughs> yeah. Five right now. <laughs> so we can resell it for forty bucks <laughs> for the Steam Deck. <laughs> oh geez. Actually no, they just don't do anything. It's like, hey, we're re-releasing it for the Steam Deck. Nothing's really changing, but yeah, 60 yeah. FPS. It's very it's on it's Buy it again, please. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It might that's honestly, the problem. Everyone it bought it five times. So like that's why they don't right. care. <laughs> yeah, they're everyone buys money. it every other year for ten years. Yeah. No. Forget about it. It's about all sex. your fault. All Chad. of you who buy <laughs> yeah. the same game multiple times. You have no one to blame but yourselves here. Guess um, I haven't released a, a new one in 10 years. Yeah, but somehow I got revenue still up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Let's make a remake. Yeah. Oh, remake. There, yeah, we're hitting that 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 window where it's almost remake time. Almost remake time, yeah. <laughs> um, they're, they're porting it to the PS6. That's what they're doing. In all in all seriousness, I would love, even though they'd like kind of tried to re- redo it recently i would love remakes of grand theft auto 3 and vice city like a full oh. unreal 5 remake of it would be awesome but we're not going to get that because they're going to work on six for the next 10 years and, <laughs> and maybe release it and then it'll, move it'll, on to red six, dead 3 listen, six will come out uh right around the time eclipse comes out yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um busy that's just Chad. gonna be <laughs> that's just gonna be my joke for for yes games. Yes, I mean, it needs to be Eclipse. Yeah, yeah. Um, we didn't put a release date on it, bro. We can't yeah. delay it. Exactly, it's not delayed. <laughs> you didn't know when it was coming. Um, I'm debating on what to talk about. Because uh, I've really only been playing two things. Um, I'll just talk about. Okay, I'll do the the lesser ones first, and then when we come, Mike, back, what have I'll you been playing? Um, so I picked up. Octopath Traveler again for like the fourth time from the library, I think. Um, I got to I'm over halfway through the game, so like at this point, I'm not going to buy it. I'm just going to keep borrowing it from the library. Yeah, right. Um, might as well. But with that being said, I think I've played it twice since I borrowed it because uh, another game that I'm going to be talking about tonight has been taking all my attention. Um, I also borrowed Tactics Ogre Reborn, and I know that was <sighs> ambitious. Borrowing both Octopath and yes, Tactics Ogre at the same time. Uh, but I really wanted to try it. Also, like, dude, I'm telling you guys, I say this all the time. Please go to your libraries and check. Like, our library already has Octopath 2. Dude, stacked. Yeah. Like, wow. they, I, I forget the specific games, but I was flipping through and I was like, oh, wow, there's like three or four like really new games in here. Um, dude, you can find games sometimes week of release there. yeah Literally. yeah i'm uh i'm gonna be looking for advanced wars the the reboot that just came out uh because i love that game on the advance uh, so i'm looking forward to the reboot but yeah uh octopath hopefully i can put some more you know make some more progress before i take it back um but uh again still working my way through pokemon black i gotta say one thing um when you guys were talking about the immersion part of red dead and then like kind of what you wish was in why why you're gone you're gone what am i here now yeah Yeah. why does it keep happening 
I don't know. Never um, happens when you cough, but it happens when you talk. It's so bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like my computer needs like its AI brain rebooted to like yeah, yeah. detect when I'm coughing and not yeah. when I'm talking. Um, yeah. So the one cool thing that this Pokemon game does that so far um, in like the main series, besides like Arceus, um, hasn't ever really done is really like pay attention to the region that they've introduced in black um the the cities are super cool and like thought out and uh i remember walking into one city one thing i do i always go in the city and talk to like everybody in the city just in case you know because some people give you free pokemon you get some items and moves and stuff like that uh but i walked into one house and there was like uh people behind instruments there was like a drummer and like a guitar player and a keyboard player and talk to them and they're like, oh, yeah, I play drums. Like, do, do you like the, you know, quality that drums add to music? And if you click yes, then like drums start playing in the background music. Oh, that's so cool. That weren't playing before. Yeah. And they stay playing. And like, oh. then you go talk to the guitar guy and he's like, oh, do you really like the melodies on guitar or whatever? And you're like, yeah, heck yeah. And then like a new guitar line comes into the song that's playing. Uh, little things like that, which are super cool and literally never seen in Pokemon games. Um, what but, are you playing black on an emulator? Yeah, on my old phone, yeah. which okay. uh, I got to brag about my technical prowess real quick. <laughs> um, I hit a spot in the in the game where they force you to use the stylus on the, the bottom Free, part yeah. of the DS. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't advance past that part. And I was like, oh, no, this isn't good because I'm actually playing this game for, like, a super secret project. So, like, I have to play it and I can't get stuck. And yeah. I'm, like, almost halfway through the game and I'm like, I don't want to restart this on my PC, which would be the better answer because in all the the ROMs I've emulated that have had touchscreen stuff, you could just... Do with your mouse yeah, i was gonna say what well, i was gonna say isn't it on it's not split like on the phone i guess you could yeah no it is it. on pc it's still split but you can like use your mouse to do the touchscreen stuff and uh on a different emulator the touchscreen on my phone was registering and working so i was like oh no is something wrong with the rom like this isn't good yeah uh but i went into the emulator settings and noticed that the touchscreen was off so i turned ah. it on fixed the problem and like That's crisis cool. averted i figured that out like a half hour before we went live so i was like feeling real pumped um <laughs> yeah it's been pretty fun uh i've never experienced the story of this generation and the story is kind of for a pokemon game like kind of thought-provoking they the the villainous team tackles the the age-old question of like is raising pokemon like morally right like you're capturing animals and forcing them to fight each other yeah <laughs> right so like their whole goal is like we want to free all the pokemon but then like their motives kind of turn into really dumb because really they're just like stealing pokemon which is what they're trying to prevent people from stealing yeah. pokemon out of the <laughs> wild uh but yeah interesting story concept uh visually really cool it was the first pokemon game on a ds um and it looks really great and runs really great on my phone um we're we're doing this as a randomized rom so um all the pokemon encounters are completely random from what you would normally get in 
the normal game. So like starting Pokemon are spawning in routes and Pokemon that aren't typically in the game are spawning because is that, they set it up. Is that just a mod to the ROM? That, yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the guy who set it up also like randomized the items that you find on the ground. So they usually just look like a Pokeball. You walk over, press A, and it's like, hey, you found a rare candy or you found a Pokeball or a potion. Well, all those items are randomized. So like we could walk up and like find a Master Ball, which is like, you know, the holy grail of pokemon items um so it's been interesting to just like walk up and find like super random cool items really early on um yeah having fun uh especially now that i dodged the bullet of like having to restart on my computer yeah yeah right (laughs) Uh, but i'm sure we'll hear more about this uh project soon um because yeah we're making a lot of progress on it and it's been super fun and i'm excited for everyone to know what's coming but i can't say yeah. anything yet because it's still kind of early on in the, yeah. the development process and i don't know why i'm doing this with my hands um <laughs> i uh i'm always impressed with the the way that they mod the roms because yeah. like persona 3 when i did that the original persona 3 you cannot control your party it's ai and that's like a big thing in a in a jrpg to not be able yeah. to control your party and uh they actually there's a modded version of it where you can control your party so yeah. it, like eliminates it like everybody says that the portable version of that game is better because you can control your party but they have the mod where you can just do it and then as well as the like 4k texture pack or whatever i installed on it they had like separate versions for the original game or the one where you can yeah. control your party so it's like my gosh it's like so yeah. crazy that modding is so cool um it is it is and and with i mean really with any emulation but what i'm like hyper uh familiar with is the pokemon realm obviously uh but you have anywhere from like those simple mods of just like randomizing the spawn tables to um rom hacks where they just like completely break down the rom and recreate the game however they want within the rom itself and then outside of that there's just the whole fan game realm which is building a pokemon game using pokemon game assets in like a program like rpg maker and then like you're essentially just building a game from the ground up using uh you know visual assets yeah um but yeah and like I mean, hey, our very own Pixel Nick over there has a pretty rad video on our Showboys Gaming YouTube channel about modding Valheim with a 4K texture pack. That does that pack still exist? Yeah, they brought it back to life. Actually, um, there you after go. After a long time of inactivity, they, by popular demand, they revived it with the latest Mislins update. So um, for that that texture pack is back. Yeah. Nice. So uh, if you're into Valheim uh go check that video out nick does a great job showing you how to set that up um read the comments because i I roasted pretty good in that oh i know i was just about to say the comments are the best part of that video (laughs) people get so mad about like oh oh so you want you make the game look like an xbox 360 game okay yeah that's real cool yeah the original or or it's like oh 4k texture pack but like you have like 20 fps what did you do (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> like, bad, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're pretty good. It was it was Chad roasting you. Roasting right. you on the FPS. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I I All you Chad's know I burner accounts. I really yeah. <laughs> so he really get that want... one game from Japan way early. He's got many yeah. burner accounts. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to uh Sekiro has a lot of really good mods and I own it. To my knowledge, there's no way to mod stuff on the Steam Deck. Even though I did it with Persona 3, I was doing it through a emulator. So I think that's why I was able to do it. Doesn't appear to be, at least that I found, a way to mod games on Linux. So I mean, like, install mods from, like, the Steam ins- community? Because, like, there's the workshop in Steam where people make mods for games. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Didn't support that because that's a Steam. Function. It's a Steam thing. Yeah, it might. It, maybe it was just uh, Sekiro specifically, or maybe nobody has tried it yet, and there was no videos for it. Um, I mean, I feel but, like no one's making mod. Not that there's anything wrong with Sekiro, but like usually those mods are for like Valheim type games and things like that. Not like oh, there's a lot. There's there's quite a bit of mods of uh for Sekiro and there's a couple of speedrunners that run like there's there's like complete overhauls of the game there's like the final boss for every single enemy in the game it's is the final boss so there's like a speed run where the dude's going through the entire game and every single enemy is the final boss of the game <laughs> with all three health bars and everything so uh there's stuff like that and then there's just really cool outfits that that I want to get them an outfit dude we talk about it all the time and there's really cool outfits that you can get but my computer's broken right now so I can't <laughs> mod it so oh no <laughs> sucks uh update on the steam deck uh probably going to pick one up if uh if there's a nice well not nice if there's any sale in the summer sale coming up here you know at the end of June um I would hold your breath be pulling the trigger regardless really Oh, okay. uh, whether or not, but I'm holding out for the summer sale just in case they toss a nice little 10 percenter. Yeah, uh, for you, dude, it's a no brainer. Yeah, like um, because you can play all those Pokemon games on there. Like, you I know. no longer need to do it on your phone. Yeah. OK, see, here's the thing. You can get like just a straight up emulation machine for like 100 bucks. That's like essentially a, a Game Boy, a, a new a new Game Boy that's not called a Game Boy. Right. Mm-hmm. Which would be the the like you know budget friendly like rational thing to do as like uh f- a father of three who has yeah. to provide for his family or yeah. i could just spend like yeah 400 just, bucks for yeah. an emulation machine it's a no i, I mean it's a no-brainer <laughs> for you honestly because you're not you're not only getting the emulation machine you're getting a ton so of games that you more. can play so well, much and more like, and I'm, steam games that go yeah. on ridiculous sales that yeah. you're really into all the yeah, time. Yeah. That's what I was going to so. say. I'm, I don't like my console is a switch other than that. Right. I play everything on PC. So essentially uh, I just now have a switch for my steam games. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> With and a much bigger screen. Cause I, I actually held one and uh, man, they're sweet. They're awesome. Yeah, they're massive, dude. <laughs> like it was jarring at first, but now even even now I still like if I'm laying down in bed playing it, I still have to like prop it up with a pillow because it does get heavy after like a couple hours of playing it, dude. It's like it's hard to hold up. But I think that uh I wonder what workout would like improve your ability to hold the steam deck for longer periods yeah, of time yeah, while already yeah, laying maybe. down. Yeah, yeah, like wrist <laughs> wrist curls with with, with the steam deck. Uh, I think I think it's America. 
a good purchase for you, Mike. I think you'll you'll really enjoy it. The, also, the other cool thing is it's also going to give you access to a lot of the PlayStation games that you can't play. Last of Us Part Two, mm-hmm. Spider Man, Horizon. That stuff's all on there. So uh, maybe not Last of Us Part Two. Last of Us Part One is. So yeah, it's yeah, it's a no brainer. Like, I, there's no way that I would buy a hundred dollar emulation machine off of freaking eBay before I buy a Steam Deck. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I if I wasn't like a PC gamer, like then I probably would get one of those. Um, but like, just being able to play, I I know like, uh, you know, ver Steam Deck verified games are a thing, but it's not like I'm the games I'm playing are like normally triple a blockbusters. Oh, that need they're to all, be verified. Yeah. So yeah. essentially my entire steam library will now be portable, which yeah, I love. That's, that's why awesome. I like emulating on my phone instead of my PC. Uh, and that's why I like the switch, even though power wise, the switch sucks. Like I'd much rather play these games on my computer, but I also would much rather be able to play the games wherever the heck, yeah so it's literally the perfect combo yeah it's the perfect combo for you for sure and you already i i would imagine you already have a pretty substantial steam library right so yeah Yeah. and uh my buddy at work actually installed windows onto the steam deck so it's there's no Mm -hmm. longer verified games it runs everything he's playing warzone on it call it that that, yeah that's what my friend uh who uh came over they came over for dinner and he I didn't ask him to bring it. He just had it. Maybe he had a sneaking suspicion that I would yeah. talk about it, but he had it and he's like, yeah. And he like showed the desktop mode as he was like looking for something. I was like, this is like perfect. He's like, yeah, essentially this gets around like this. will let it play anything. Yeah. That's what like, that's awesome. That's the way I, un- yeah, that's the way I understand it. He's been trying to talk me into doing it, but I'm not that tech savvy so i don't want to mess something up like it's working perfectly for what i need it for right now there's nothing that i've ran into that i wanted to play on it that wasn't verified or playable on it so maybe when i cross that bridge down the road i might think about putting windows on it but for right now i don't i don't have a need it does seem like it does maybe uh hinder the performance of the games uh, a little bit I think that's the purpose of having linux on it is there's just not a lot of stuff running in the Mm. background versus windows yeah so, yeah, we'll nice. see. I, I don't have a need for it now, but uh, Dad, you you, you pl- actually playing something, or do you want to talk about another game you're looking forward to? Um, I will actually <laughs> talk about a game that I played and beat. Hey, hey nice, Whoa. completed. Whoa. Yes, well, the story, yes, but there's a whole bunch of other stuff you can do. What an interesting um, term. We, we we say we beat a game, but what does that mean? Why do we say we beat a game? Yeah, you beat it. Defeated it, won. Defeated Such a it. fighting culture. <laughs> yeah, this is a violent <laughs> way to say it, yeah. I beat it, too. I finished the game. <laughs> completed it, yeah. Completed I beat it. the shit out of it. <laughs> Gladiator yeah. style. Um, so, yeah, I played mario odyssey oh nice um so i took the kids to go see mario uh, a couple week weekends ago how was it i freaking loved it yeah that's why i keep hearing it scratched the um nostalgia itch all over so it was perfect nice um a lot of a lot of nods to our childhoods um even the sounds like 
his <laughs> jumping sounds, you know, yeah. hitting stuff, whatever. Um, oh, dude, it was so good. And I wasn't even like really thrown off by Chris Pratt as Mario, mm-hmm. which I I wasn't sure at first. Yeah, I, but yeah, it I didn't really same. bother me that much because once I got into it, I'm like, dude, this is freaking awesome. Yeah. Like I was, I was definitely worried about it because mm-hmm. I, I thought it was going to have the same like uh, Detective Pikachu, Ryan Reynolds vibe, where it's like just mm-hmm. Deadpool, yeah, Deadpool's voice on Pikachu, you know. I mean, but, it it is Chris Pratt, obviously, yeah. but it's not so bad that I'm like, oh, I can't even, I can't watch this. It's not, yeah. Uh, funny, or cool uh, nod though. They had the original voice actor of mario in like the very beginning playing like an old arcade uh, donkey kong game oh that's cool. while mario's there too so i thought yeah, that, was, that's cool. that was a cool nod to uh to the voice actor i forget yeah. what his name is um so anyway yeah it was good um a little nod at the very very end they had two post-credit scenes which was kind of weird but kind of cool at the same time yeah it's the thing to do now you know uh, yeah I, there was <laughs> They had a very cool nod to a very cool character that I don't want to spoil. Um, but yeah, it was good. Kids loved it. I loved it. I felt like a kid again, so I had to obviously play Super Mario Odyssey. Um, which is a different take on Mario. I mean, yeah. you I don't you guys I don't know if you guys have played it or not, but I had, yeah, I played a little. I didn't beat it, but I've played a good chunk of it. Yeah, actually, I have no opinion on Chris Pratt. Uh, just felt well, like thumbs downing that. Funny thing about that is, like, he actually did try to do an Italian accent, and they, the producer was like, "No, you can't. <laughs> you, you can't. You can't." Don't you think they would have? I don't God, know. Somebody did that in that the could, audition. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> like, oh, you can't actually sound like Mario. Yeah, yeah. This probably hmm. isn't isn't for you. However. <laughs> There was a like a uh, Mario and Luigi had a uh, plumbing commercial before they get taken to the other world, um, and in the commercial he did an Italian accent, and it didn't sound bad, like it was over dramatic and over the top, but it was yeah. it was still pretty it was okay, but like I said, I don't, dude, it was, I I could I was able to enjoy it for what it was. Um, but yeah, anyway, so Mario Odyssey, there's like this kingdom of um, caps, like hats or whatever. And they're basically like little ghosts that possess things. And um, you run, Mario has a run in with this cap and you can throw it, do cool little parkour things with it. Um, take over uh, Goombas, possess Goombas, every basically every character that's in the game. Um, you can be a, a bomb, you know, fly around and blow up uh, bricks, but don't you don't die, which is good. Um, I I really enjoyed it. I I did finish the story. However, there's a lot more to it. Like there's a lot more like extra stuff you can do. He said, <laughs> Joe, Joe says. Chris Pratt said he studied for the part by cra- cashing his Nintendo check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Classic yep. Joe. Basically. Um, 
But yeah, there's like a total. You collect moons, and there's like a total of 999 moons that you can collect, as mm-hmm. opposed to like the traditional 120 stars. Um, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, right. I, I so basically the kids left their switch here, so I played it or stole it, whatever, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> played some cool games on the switch and played mario odyssey you know good nostalgia for me and it's good it's good it's good yeah fun. it's yeah it, it's definitely fun i it, i i don't know i was after breath of the wild i was kind of trying to find thanks man i appreciate it still up there i yeah. dusted it off this morning uh so i i i think after breath of the wild i was like looking for another game similar to it and that was like the only thing that was somewhat remotely close to it so i, I don't know i couldn't get into it really I've never been a big Mario guy. I didn't have Nintendo consoles growing up. That's probably why. So, uh, you know, maybe a lot of the nostalgic stuff that's in the movie and in, in the games really not going to land for me too much. Right. Yeah, it probably won't. Uh, but I don't know. You you should definitely check out Breath of the Wild, though, if you haven't already. Yes. Because it's, uh, it's very, love very good. Zelda games. Yeah, dude, it's it's really, really good. And, and Tears of the Kingdom looks freaking phenomenal. And I, and I can't wait. And I know everybody like the kids are excited for it too. Like my, my youngest son is watching the trailers every day. It's like adorable. So (laughs) that's that's fun. I mean, the, the switch is a good, like relaxing, like just kick back and, you know, and that's what breath of the wild is, dude. It's like the coolest sandbox open world. And they have like really, elevated that in tears of the kingdom like it looks like there it's going to be insane the amount of stuff that you can do in the game so and i always love the boss fights from oh, Zelda. yeah yeah so, so good so much fun yeah yeah definitely so yeah that's what i've been playing nice um yeah not, i haven't really been a mario guy since like <clears throat> i don't know i was uh a uh, wee lad back playing like Super Mario Bros. 3 or something on the SNES. Yeah. Um, but I will say, not your traditional Mario game, but Mario and Rabbids, like, that game was awesome. That looked fun. Yeah, it's right here, yeah. And I really, really want uh, want to try Sparks of Hope. Um, but again, hey, I mean, it's been on sale up for half off quite a few times already but not enough for mike not, enough not 12 dollars <laughs> it's not 12 <laughs> not 12 dollars go on now Come on. Um, i'll probably grab that at the library at some point <laughs> let's be let's also be real uh yeah chad yes what else do you want to talk about uh how many other games do you guys have i have one dad nick it it depends <laughs> on it depends where we, on where we land time wise okay okay um, oh, Chad's like, all right, let me scratch these six off my list. No, now. I only have, I only have two. I only have two more. Um, I'm just trying to decide. Talk about the best one. Yeah, well, I, I want to talk. I want to talk about one specifically, and it's Callisto Protocol. And this is the spiritual, spiritual successor to Dead Space. After I finished the the remake of Dead Space, I was obviously still had the itch for something along those lines didn't know that Dead Space 2 existed on the Steam Deck yet. And Callisto Protocol kept popping up and it was on sale. So I was like, I did not hear good things about this game at all. Right. Uh, so I was like, whatever. It was It was like 
it was cheap. It was like 20 bucks or something. So I was like, whatever, I'll, I'll dive into it. And uh, I played a, played a good portion. I played maybe like seven hours of it. And uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it, it, it's, it's kind of a mixed bag for me because it's one of the most beautifully graphical games I've ever played in my life. Like some of the, some of the scenes in this game are freaking breathtaking. So wow. it's it takes place on a on a prison on Callisto, the moon of Jupiter. And there's a portion where you get outside of this prison and you can see Jupiter in the background. Dude, it's freaking breathtaking. It's one of the coolest scenes I've ever seen in a game. Uh, the problem I have with the game is that the gameplay just really kind of sucks ass. I'm not going to lie. It's they took they took it's Dead so Space, sad. which is a shooter. Okay, now yeah. now granted, this has no tie to Dead Space. It's it's made by Glenn Schofield, I think his name is, who is the co-creator of the original Dead Space. Yeah. He's the one in that video that I posted in Discord where he's talking about uh, making several scenes from the original game. That they they took a spiritual successor to Dead Space, which is a shooter, and turned it into a melee game. And that's what it. I mean, mm. a good portion. There are guns in the game. But ammo is like so hard to come by that they're virtually useless. So the most of your your combat is with like a stun, but like electric baton that you get in the prison. And uh, I don't know, dude. It just doesn't feel good. I don't know how to explain it. There's a dodge system in it, and the dodging is literally holding the left analog stick, left or right, the same one you move the character with, and just holding it. You don't have to time it or anything. You just hold it as somebody's swinging at you, and he'll dodge. Now, the only thing you have to do is you can't dodge, like, left, left. You have to do left or right. You know, go back. That's the only... But there's no <laughs> timing. It feels terrible. So, so a lot of the encounters in the game become very repetitive very quickly. And also on top of that, they took the really cool badass monsters from Dead Space and turned them into like space zombies, essentially. Blech. And there's a lot of like nods to, I think, or like, how do I want to say it? They they took some things from The Last of Us. There's like deaf enemies that are blind enemies in the game. Very, very clicker-esque that you meet later on in the game. But the cool thing about the clickers was they could hear really well. These things yeah, are blind, yeah. but also completely deaf. So you can <laughs> you can literally kill one of their their guys directly behind them, and they don't hear it at all. So there's <laughs> nice. like some systems and stuff that are weird. But from a horror level, it does a lot of really cool stuff. I mean, a lot of stuff that you can tell they took from Dead Space: the lighting, the sound, the music, uh, the crunchiness of of the baton while you're swinging it. The environments are really really cool. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff in there. I just think they need to tweak tweak it a little bit. I think they are working that way because they released a dismemberment patch where it's like Dead Space. You can dismember the, the enemies, and I hear the ammo is easily acquired. But I don't know. It's like a freaking five for me, and I wanted so badly to like it, and mm -hmm. it just didn't didn't hook me. And that's what eventually led me to to my final game. But you guys go around, and I'll talk about my final game. Um. I didn't. I forgot to ask you this during your Dead Space talk, but uh, did you get around to watching Gingy's video on no. Dead Space? Not yet. I need to. Um, they're all together, right? One, two, and three yeah, in the yeah. same video. His yeah. Dead Space video is like two plus hours, and it's the, the entire trilogy. Um, he has a video on Callisto. Did you watch that one? 
No, not yet, because I haven't finished Callisto. I had, I had the intention of finishing it. I think I might be close, but it just lost me, dude. Mm. I, like, you just get to a point where it's like the same combat over and Too over. Repetitive. Dodge left, hit, hit, dodge, hit, hit, dodge. It's just very repetitive. There's, like I said, there's a lot of good horror stuff in it, but a lot of it's kind of cheesy, jump scary mm. kind of stuff that happens repeatedly the same exact way. You open a chest and an alien pops out instead of getting <laughs> something. When that happens. So, yeah. yeah, over and over again. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. Well, I will anxiously await you watching. Yeah, I'll watch Callisto's because I. Those. Yeah, I'll watch Callisto's, and I'll probably watch Dead Space too. I, 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 I probably won't I'm gonna go check back and to see if they're if they're time stamped. I'm a little salty because I, I, I feel like the dismemberment thing would really help a lot of the complaints I have with the game. Where it's like we have weapons, but they're virtually useless. Yeah. Why uh, even have them? Why even have them? And uh, I think that would fix it. But the problem is, and they did it so stupid, you can't turn on the dismemberment playthrough unless you start a new playthrough. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to freaking start over from the beginning <laughs> and, and do it. Maybe, you know, a year from now when I don't have anything to play, that that's an option. But not right now. I'm not going back seven hours and going through all that crap again. <laughs> well, uh, the, the Gingy Complete Dead Space Story retrospective video hour and a half and it is time stamped oh, by nice. game okay. so oh, you cool. could you could watch 56 minutes of dead space one and two and save the last half hour well actually you could watch the first you know 25 minutes of one come back watch two yeah and three because you're not gonna play three I, i'm not gonna um, play yeah yeah, I would I would watch this video for the story of three because the story, like the entire story of the trilogy, is cool. Um, so is yeah. that what it is? It's like the story of it, or he he like talks a about of the story. Uh, it's it's mostly a breakdown of the story, but he does go into uh, what he likes and dislikes about like gameplay and things yeah, I gotcha. Like okay. Um, but it's I think it's heavily his videos are more heavily focused on the stories of these games. Uh, we do have some comments. So Siv said he bought Breath of the Wild day one, never played more than four hours. <laughs> yeah, um, that's sad, man. That's a bummer. See it. That sounds yeah. like a waste of money. I can never yes, get into that game. It's uh, uh, uh you, go ahead. I was just say you want to talk about Callisto. We just did, sir. But uh, granted, you you put that comment in before we start talking about it, so that's a bad. And job speaking of speaking of PUBG, Callisto actually started out as a single player game set in the PUBG universe, and then spun yep. out into into its own thing. Yep, um, uh, I do remember that being a thing for sure. Um, okay, so Nick, you said you have um, no other games. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about your shirt? It looks like a droid. It is. This is how I roll. <laughs> like oh, I love it. That's nice. BB-8. There you go. Just had to get your voice in here for this, you know, last back end of the episode here. Don't make you feel I, like I took up like the middle part, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, okay, so the the tattoos are still good. Yeah, it sounds it like it. We'll we'll see. Five more dollars off that price and. I'll, I'll see how good it is. You're ridiculous. Oh. Yeah, I couldn't handle that game. <laughs> what? How much is it? 
It's like nineteen dollars. Oh my gosh! Dude, <laughs> wow, I got dude. it in November. I got it dude. in November on the on the Thanksgiving sales because right? you know yeah. it lasts Black Friday year. There's yeah sales all year end. Um, and dude, it's twenty bucks. Like, yeah. yeah, that's I a know. steal. I know. I know. That's like a penny per hour of of game that you're going to play. Maybe even less. <laughs> oh man, my backlog's already too big. I w- I really do want to play that game though. Uh, it's been on my wish list for. It's not your kind well of game. over a year. Um, I don't know that it is. I don't know that it is your kind of game. He, he plays Pokemon and Octopath there's no Pokemon Travel. in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like other games. I just don't play them. Exactly. No, did you, that means did, you don't like them. <laughs> right. Did you play Tactics Over? No, not yet. No, no. and I didn't play the original one. Um, this The whole turn-based tactic thing is like a new thing. It just yeah, happened yeah, yeah, with yeah. Triangle yeah. Strategy. I, was I, like, meant, oh. I meant because you got it from the library. Yeah, no, I haven't I haven't put, okay. put it in yet. Um, but yeah, uh, Triangle Strategy like, Set it awoke off, yeah. me to this... <laughs> beautiful world of turn-based tactics um so uh speaking of the next game i want to talk about my final game um is a a turn-based tactical rpg uh it's called war tales just came out on steam um actually civ was just a kind soul and gifted this to me which was super cool uh, thank you so much, bro. Um, bro. Yeah, th- this game is has been uh, really, really fun, and it's it's just a cool, like, super chill, slow burn RPG. You just kind of get plopped down in, in the world. There's like no hand holding. Uh, nothing is really explained to you. You just are there and you're like okay i guess i should move around and um so far i'm like i've played eight hours but i've restarted it's literally um, the start of every single game ever i'm here i should just move around yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah but a lot of games are like hey here's a reason to move around this one's just like you're there there's nothing to prompt you to do i'm just saying it would be awkward (laughs) if I, i started a game up and I just didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, like, where's where's the tutorial? Tell me how to move, bro. That's yeah. everyone's first prompt. It's be like joystick, arrow yeah. pad. Like, let's move somewhere. Okay. <laughs> so, you understand what I'm Mike. saying, though. Poor Mike. Um, but yeah, I re- restarted the game uh, after about four hours just to like start with things that I've learned. Um, but so far, like there there doesn't seem to be that much of an overarching story. I just like walked and found a town and then they're like, Oh, Hey, at the end, like I walked into the end and they're like, Oh, here's some bounties you can do if you want. Uh, So I click on that and I get a few bounties to collect and then, um, you know, go off on my way. Uh, But it's kind of cool. You, you start out creating your initial party of four people uh, when you start your game, you're given three prompts of like your destiny or whatever. So it's like you and your group of people are, and it gives you like six options. And the one I picked was um, like 
deserters who didn't get along with their general and decided to leave. Uh, and then it asks you another question of like, how do do you perform in or in combat or like what do you like in combat or something? And I, the the second run, there's something about slapping contests. So obviously, uh, <laughs> I picked that one, of yeah. course. <laughs> and then the other thing, uh, the the third question is like something about your physique or whatever. But each option you choose comes with perks and uh, uh, pros and cons. Like uh, you get a couple bonus things and then you get like a negative thing for each option. So it's kind of cool to like try to weigh out those before you even start the game. So I'm like, I don't even know what I'm trying to weigh out because I haven't even started the game yet. <laughs> um, but then you, you can create your four characters. You can pick between, I think there's like six or eight classes or whatever. Um, but then they just throw you in the world and you just do kind of whatever you want. So uh, that's what I'm doing. And it's really fun just roaming around, picking up resources in the world, having my fun combat uh, sessions. There's a cool camping uh, element. Your your party has uh, like a fatigue bar during the day. And when it gets depleted, you have to set camp and like eat food and replenish your energy and stuff. And you can build up your camp by upgrading uh, like your campfire, you can add like a cooking pot and like a, a uh, workshop and a strategy table and a tent and a um, shoot. I forget what they call it, but like uh, what's you can, like tie up game? your pony or whatever. War, uh, tales. war tales. War tales. Yeah. Um, so I'm just having fun leveling up my professions building up my camp, improving my camp, learning some skills. Uh, like I'm, I'm going the darkest dungeon route where I'm naming yeah. people that I recruit after people from discord and then uh, tagging them. And like darkest dungeon, uh, this is permadeath. So when, when these characters die, they're, they're dead, dead for good. Yeah. Uh, so sadly in my first run in the first game, BioCiv died and the cool thing is when your characters die like you have their corpses like still <laughs> with you so you have to bury them oh man and like so cool you bury them and it leaves like a little grave spot and it get, it lets you type something so when you hover your mouse over it it like shows you whatever you about that person oh, it's so good so <laughs> it good. was it was super cool what super is cool. like a top down diablo style or what yeah kind of um yeah, it's it's a top down view. You just click to where you want your party to go. They'll move there. Uh, and then once you get into combat, it's still top down, but it's that XCOM triangle strategy type Grid tactical, style, combat. tactical combat. Um, it, the combat so far, um, it, it's pretty cool. I don't know how deep it is yet, but. Uh, you know, there's things of like, you know, doing more damage if you're attacking from behind. Um, when you attack somebody, you're engaged in combat. So if either character tries to move after they're engaged, their uh, opponent can get a, an attack of opportunity against them. Um, so their strategy of like, you know, making sure your tanks are engaging 
somebody uh, or engaging like a ranged character so they can't use their range stuff and they're like literally stuck by you and have to punch you instead of using their bow or whatever. Um, that's cool. I, I like the, the RPG elements. The skill trees seem kind of cool. Uh, they don't seem incredibly deep at this moment, but again, I'm like only a couple hours in. Um, it's fun though. And it's just, it's just one of those like chill. Yeah. I want to get on and just like, I want to work on upgrading my campsite or whatever. Uh, so I'm just going to walk around and try to find some iron ore and some wood or whatever. And then like, whatever happens, happens. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's so cool, man. I, you don't get a lot of games like that. And I think that is why a large portion of the Zelda fan base do not like breath of the wild because breath of the wild is like that. It literally drops you in the world and you can immediately go and fight mm -hmm. the final boss. Right. Like there's no, there's no right. hyper-focused Zelda story where it's taking you down a path of right, right. dungeons and everything. You literally can go anywhere and do anything in any order. And yeah. uh, you know, that either lands with some people or doesn't land with some people. It really landed for me. Like that was really cool, you yeah. know? So, yeah. And that's what I was saying. Like, uh, like when they plop you in, there is no prompt for anything. It's not yeah. like, hey, you should go, you know, this town is looking for mercenaries or whatever. It's like, nope, you're just there. And if you yeah. don't decide to click because you're waiting for a pop-up to be like, you should go here, uh, you're just going to sit there. Um, one cool thing, I like the the picking of the options for your destiny before you start your game. I think that's pretty cool because it kind of, in your mind builds a backstory for your characters. Um, I like, of course I like the permadeath and like, cause like you guys were talking about with your horses and red dead, like yeah. you get real attached to your, like, you know, yeah. a ranger assassin with the dagger. And then all of a sudden he dies and I'm like crying. I'm like, yeah, no. yeah. No, no, I it's gotta never... go recruit a new one and level you all the way back up, and uh, it's yeah. just not the same. It's a, I don't know, man. I've never, I don't know that I've ever played a permadeath game. I've played games that have permadeath in it as an option, mm -hmm. but I don't think like uh, Fire Emblem has permadeath as an option. Mm -hmm. But I've never played. I've, I've, I've never actually yeah. done. I'm too scared. I'm Dude, too scared. It's, it's brutal, man. Yeah, it, it, it you get it makes you get invested in the characters which is why i like it but at the same time when they die like it really does like it's like a punch to the stomach for real yeah. and then it like makes it <laughs> i love naming the characters after people from discord and then telling them about it yeah <laughs> because for me it just adds another layer of like i don't want to let uh like in darkest dungeon like i had rachel's holiday as one of my characters i'm like i don't want to let rachel down I yeah can't let <laughs> um but yeah, uh, I love it though because like um, you start out with like a pony that essentially is like your pack mule, um, but they come with their own skill trees and they level up too. And eventually, if you choose one tree, they can like be in combat with you and actually like participate in the fights, or you can level it up as like a pack mule and just get a bunch of carry capacity. Uh, so of course, I named my pony after bim shout out that's what you get for top tier patron you get to be my pony in war tales <laughs> um i ended up catching a wild boar and apparently those also have skill trees and you can 
raise those as just like livestock and level them up, level their constitution up so their health gets really like high. And then eventually you can butcher it and it provides a ton of food for your party. So I, I like all these like just little small things that play into like their survival aspect and like everything so far that you bring into your party can be leveled up and has a skill tree, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's yeah. That's cool. Um, I'm, I'm looking at the videos of it on Steam. It looks really cool. Yeah. What did you pay for it? Uh, nothing, because BioSiv gifted it to me. But wow, it, when what it came out, it's it, thirty-five bucks. It's it, it was on it was on sale when it when uh it went live because it was in early access up until like this week. It was twenty-five percent off when it went yeah. live, but yeah. still, I mean. It's yeah. 30 on um, know, CD man. keys. There you go. CD keys. Make um, sure it's the right region. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> it does have co-op, though. I'm not sure how co-op would work, um, but it does have co-op. And um, yeah, man, I think uh, I really think you guys should try some some game that has permadeath. I wish... I mean, you, you got to be a fan of the turn-based combat for yeah. for yeah, which I this am, game, yeah. obviously. But I would love one or all three of you guys to play through Darkest Dungeon. That game is I've, so it's on fun. my list. Yeah, it's and on my list. when that game goes on sale, it's like two bucks. Yeah, um, and I bet it's I bet it's on the Steam Deck too. That probably be a perfect game for the Steam Deck. Oh oh oh. oh. Well, hey, this is a perfect person to see this comment because um, Nick can Nick can talk about that. But uh, must be with my pickle picks. <laughs> I did make you in my first game that I ended up restarting, and the re- the real reason I restarted, <laughs> Joe, <laughs> uh, there is a uh, a wanted system, kind of like Grand Theft Auto, and I was I was running low on money and food, so I was like, you know so what? He sold you. <laughs> I I told you I became a trafficker. No, but speaking of trafficking and traffic, uh, not trafficking, but traffic in general, uh, there are just NPCs like walking down, like traveling down the paths. And um, some of them are refugees. Some of them are traveling merchants. Some of them are guards. Some of them are bandits or whatever. Uh, So I, I stopped a traveling merchant. They they all have different party sizes. I found one that was not a big party size traveling merchant. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to steal these few pieces of gear you have. Uh, and then I'm going to sell them because I need money for food because I'm running out of food. And I, my people are going to starve. And the other thing is every three rests in your camp, you have to pay your party because you're all mercenaries. So you also have to like manage your money and stuff. Um so I stole some stuff from a vendor that raised my wanted level up. And then I got essentially pulled over by the cops. And they're like, hey, you need to give that stuff back. So I did. And then they're like, all right, now you need to turn in the thief or you're all going to go to jail. And I was like, I'm not turn Snitches get stitches. I'm not turning anyone in. So then I killed the the cops. <laughs> And that skyrocketed my uh, wanted level. And then essentially I was just being chased by cops the whole time. And I was like, your wanted level slowly depreciates over time, assuming you quit doing stuff to raise it. And uh, 
it was really high and I didn't want to wait that long just sitting in the trees hiding. So I was like, all right, I got to start a new game. And that's why uh, you're you're not tagged in Discord yet, Joe. Oh, yes. So, yeah, War Tales, fun. Recommend it. I also recommend Darkest Dungeon. Which one do you recommend first? For you, probably War Tales. Because I think Darkest Dungeon would be too stressful for you. (laughs) Because that game's really intense. (laughs) If I could play it like from a Steam Deck, that would be dope. But I got Steam Deck, Chad. Gotta get one, man. It's definitely up your alley. No. Steam Deck is? (laughs) Not yet, yet, at least. Wait, say it. The Steam What's Deck. up my alley? Steam yeah. Deck is, and yeah. I, and it sounds like War Tales too. Okay, I so think those two I think together Nick would are like up my alley. I think yeah. Nick would like this game. Yeah, because I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. I just, I'm just not buying into the Switch thing because I'm just not. I've never been a Nintendo person, and I don't. Yeah, I, I'm no, way if too you're, old to become one. No, if know. you were to pick between the two, it should 100. percent It's be a no brainer. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's completely reason... replaced my Switch. And the yeah. only the only thing that's going to get it back out is another Zelda game in two weeks. That's that's mm-hmm. about it. But to blow about three inches of dust off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, you have to. The only Switch people are people that are fans of specific games, right? Um, that you can't. It's a play toy company. Else. Nintendo's yeah. a toy company that makes toys for their fans. It's yeah. not a gaming company. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I honestly, I think you would probably like this game, Nick. Because it's it's very chill. But it looks it's sweet. Like fun. I don't uh, like the $35 price tag, but yeah. I'll add it to my wish list and wait for that that ding. That mic sale? That mic. Oh, it's on my wish list already. That's interesting. Oh, look at you. Oh, my goodness. Why is it on my I'm wish meta. list? I'm I've meta. never heard of this game. <laughs> uh i may not have hacked your steam account and added it for yeah. you you probably saw him posting stuff about it this week and looked it up at some point just forget about it yeah, yeah. i don't know but yeah we need uh we need a chad darkest dungeon run soon yeah because i want to hear your experience of that game because that's yeah, can chad and i co-op good. one is darkest I don't dungeon think it's yeah no that's not a co-op game oh that would I if you got this, we could. You and I War could tales? co-op this somehow. I think the deal was with me, not you. But just, I know. you know, we're splitting hairs at yeah. this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that was my last game. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying mm-hmm. it. I'm gonna play it a lot more. That's for sure. Uh, Dad, do you have any other ones? As you're taking a drink of water, that's a perfectly timed question. <laughs> Did that on purpose. Um, I played, started playing this game on the Switch called Greek. Um, It's a platformer. Um, I mean, it looks cool. Um, It's got like hand drawn graphics. Oh, cool. Yeah. But like, you can really tell with the characters, but like, the environment looks amazing. Like, Hollow Knight. Uh, mixed with Ori, like those types of games. Dude, speaking of Hollow Knight, my youngest son has started playing Hollow Knight and has become very obsessed with it. Yeah, I had and to it's... stop playing 
dude it's I mean, hard it's i played hard. a little bit of it the other day he wanted me to play it's hard bro i raised I, quit a few times yeah and i consider myself very good at those old school metroidvania side scrolling yep. style games dude and it's like dark souls level of difficult and there's so much fun like yeah and the story's good on hollow knight um but in greek you actually play as three siblings you start as the older one, the older brother, and then um, you can play as each sibling and they all have like different powers. Um, but the older sibling is more like a just a straight up fighter um, and he has a, a bow, which is really cool. Um, but there's really other like cool elements of the game like you can cook, like you can gather um, food and um you could do different quests for uh, other NPCs. Like you had to gather rope to help build a boat. Um, rope. I didn't get. Rope. I didn't get very far in it, but it's very, very fun. Um, Dude, it sounds like if I closed my eyes and didn't listen to it, it sounds like you were talking about Breath of the Wild there for a second, <laughs> the cooking and gathering stuff. It yeah, looks yeah. really cool. The graphics are awesome on it. Yeah, it's like on I, a pretty big mic sale right now too. Yeah. Oh, what well, like two bucks. two bucks? Yeah. <laughs> two bucks. Um you really can't beat that. So I'm gonna basically have to steal the switch for another two weeks. Is it a side and, scroller? Yeah, it's like a two, is it two like Hollow Knight? Yeah. Hollow Knight? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Might have to show uh Roman this because he's oh, like really into these games. If he likes yeah, if he likes Hollow Knight, I think he'd like this game. It's yeah, he does he does. Yeah, he loves Hollow Knight, he loves the old Mega Man games. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. Well, that that's my last game. Nice, short and sweet. Noise. All right. Bring us home, Chad. All right. My final game is Dead Space Two. Uh, obviously, been on quite a Dead Space kick here lately Holy since crap, I started the uh, <laughs> did, since I started uh, playing the remake. I have not finished. I'm uh, not even close to finishing uh, Dead Space Two. I unfortunately played like a massive chunk on it the first day I bought it. And I I think I dropped in like the discord in our text or something. I was like, dude, I'm already on like chapter six. Like I'm flying through this thing. And I was worried that I was going to beat it before Jedi survivor came out on Friday. So I was like, all right, I should just chill, put it down for, for a couple of days. And now it's like to the point where (laughs) it's Thursday Jedi survivor comes out tomorrow and I'm nowhere (laughs) close to beating this game. So uh, I do, I do have a couple of things I want to talk about. I think, uh, this game holds up really, really well, especially on PC. Like it looks and runs amazing on the Steam Deck. It's playable, uh, not verified, but the only reason for that is literally because you have to hit the Steam and the X button to pull up a keyboard at one point at the beginning of the game to put in your EA stuff. That's the only reason. That's and hilarious. that makes it not verified. Little things what? like that. Yep. That's Little funny. things like that. If it if there's any hoops you have to jump through, not verified, playable. So hmm. Know that going in, if you see a game that's playable, it's probably something stupid like that. Uh, I do want to, I, I do want to say, I think the game keeps the horror uh, going really, really well. The enemy types are uh, the new enemy types are awesome. Mm-hmm. There's a sequence that I got to uh, earlier today in like a shipping container area where they have these new enemies that like peek around the corners and then run at you, uh, like when you and it was like. It, it was up there <laughs> horror wise with the last of us part two and the, the stalkers and the yeah. last of us part two that I was talking about. 
uh, so cool, dude. They're, those enemies are horrifying because they, they hide from you, but then they pick like the most, the worst times <laughs> to come sprinting at you. You know what I mean? When you're like reloading or whatever. So I think the, uh, the space station is, is a really cool thing. I think it loses a little bit of the claustrophobic feeling of the first game especially yeah. when you get to like the first window in the space station and you see that there's like a huge city. It's like, right. I, I don't know. It's the same thing that like alien versus aliens has where alien is like very claustrophobic. It's on one ship. There's only one alien. There's nowhere to go. You're in space. And then aliens is like on the planet. So it loses a little bit of that horror vibe for me. And I think the same thing is going on with dead space. Uh, but I like the, uh isaac's like deteriorating mental health as you're getting like hallucinations and that kind of stuff there's a lot of like nursery rhyme stuff going on in those uh those visions that you're having uh more cult stuff i think the church of unitology in this is so Mm -hmm. so freaking cool dude like that whole sequence is awesome uh i was a little underwhelmed with the new weapons i like i could have used more new weapons it makes sense in my head now that we're not on the ship in the middle of space that we would have military weapons on this, the space station at some point, there are maybe one or two, like a sniper rifle or something like that. But I don't know, dude, I think it holds up really well. I don't even think it needs to be remade to be honest with you. I think it even coming off of the remake of one, this holds up really, really well. Uh, I'll probably beat it. Maybe sometime, maybe I'll get around to it. Maybe (laughs) I'll try to crank through it at work or something, but uh, yeah, I'm only like seven, seven hours in, maybe five hours in. I, I, I don't know. I'm like chapter six. So not much else to say. Keep it short and sweet. Until nice. I need it at least. Nice. Um, yeah, what Jeff said, what, 15 chapters? You're almost halfway there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was, I just, chapters. I'm terrible with time, especially if I'm trying to beat something on time for something else. And I just was like, Oh dude, I'm going to beat it too much. And then I'm not going to have anything to play and just panicked. And then yep. I screwed myself. Way to go. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Hey, that was a fun episode. Uh, hopefully, uh, if you listeners out there haven't played any of these games that, you know, maybe we added some stuff to your backlogs. Um, if you have played these games, let us know what you thought of them. Uh, you can leave a comment here on the video after we go live, uh, or you can join our Discord. Let us know there. Uh, you can find all the handy links wherever you want to reach us at uh, or listen to us at uh, at showboysmedia.com. And again, you should check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash showboyspodcast. Um, you guys got anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Have you guys seen the Dead Space movies, the animated movies, any of you? No? Mm-mm. Okay. That's no. it. All right. Uh, maybe I'll do that sometime. <laughs> yeah, but, they're prequel, uh, prequels to the first game, prequel to the second game. Oh, interesting. Nice. nice. Um, yeah, make sure you subscribe here, because we're still trying to give away a Nintendo Switch. Uh, for trying. those of you who like Nintendo games, it's perfect for that. Uh, I'm not much else. the crap out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Playing the crap. I, I love that we talk like mad shit about the Switch every episode in Nintendo, and we're giving away a Switch. <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, listen, if you're a fan of Nintendo games, like the Switch is great. It is. Um, but if you're not a fan of Nintendo games, 
you should probably just buy a Steam Deck if you're looking for portability. Uh, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't subscribe because you're not I'm buying this Twitch. You could win it for free. Yeah, and who doesn't wanna, like free stuff? I'm going right. to try and win it. Me too. Uh, so, yeah, make sure you do that. Subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. We need to hit a 1,000 subs so we can give this thing away. Uh, until next time, uh, you guys have a wonderful night. Uh, play some cool games and watch some cool shows and movies. I'm saying up till 2. <laughs> 2? For what? Playing Red Dead. Red Dead. Just living your cowboy dream, bro. Joe coming in hot soon. Literally played Switch during the entire episode. Guess he don't need to win it. Noted. <laughs> he Joe's really wants to win it. He, yeah. really, he has a Switch Lite, so he can't even stream from the Switch. Oh, big oh, rap. Bag rappers. Bomb.